The pass is long, the hit is hard, and the running's fast. It's time for high school football. This is the WCLT High School Football Game of the Week on Kate 98.7. Tonight's game is brought to you by Houston Plumbing and Heating, Licking Memorial Health Systems, KSEP's Auto Body and Service Center, Lashley Tractor Sales, and Mike's Ruby. From Watkins Memorial High School, it's the high school football game of the week as the homestanding Warriors play host to the Granville Blue Aces in a battle for the LCL Buckeye title. Hi everybody, Brian Mays, Garrett Wando, welcome to another edition of the high school football game of the week. And here it is, week 10, the regular season flies by, but a big one tonight, Garrett, for both of these ball clubs for a league championship as well as trying to solidify their position in the postseason. You have Granville, Watkins. These are probably two of the most talented teams that we've seen so far this year. And, of course, the big news for Granville, they will be without their star sophomore, Kyle Kirby. We learned earlier in the week he uh, tore ligament in his knee. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, how Watkins attacks that, you know, because he's a huge part of Granville's offense and defense. He plays on both sides of the ball. We saw him, well, that injury happened last week against uh, there went against Licking Valley. Um, he came out for a play. Valley ran an end around and ended up going for a big gain and a touchdown. But he did play out the rest of the game. But he will be uh, Granville will be without him tonight. So, like I said, if I was if I was Watkins, I would try to attack that um, on the offensive side of the ball and try to run the ball here a lot tonight. Granville trying to get their second undefeated season in the last three years. They come in unbeaten after nine contests, three and zero in late play. Watkins Memorial seven and two, two and one in the LCL Buckeye. As Garrett alluded to, Granville a 45-20 win over Valley last week. After that game was tied at 20 at halftime. The Granville offense exploding in half number two, and the defense corralling the Panther offense. And Watkins has been very strong the last couple of weeks after a heartbreaking loss here to Licking Valley at the very end of that ball game. They demolished Zanesville last week 34-0. So it seems like the hangover and the heartbreak has been removed and they know they still got a lot to play for tonight. Yeah, absolutely. This is a very, very talented Watkins team. Tonight, I feel like it's going to be a battle of defenses, but you said you know they had a, a Watkins very great defense. Granville, very great defense as well. Both these teams have four shutouts apiece. And actually, uh, Watkins only has um, given up one less point than Granville's defense the entire season. So the defenses are really neck and neck. But, yeah, since that tough loss to Valley, uh, Watkins has been averaging about 32 points per game and have only given up 10 points per game. So they put that in the rearview mirror. I don't think they played their best game that night. You know, we did that. I think, you know, they could have, you know, just executed that game plan better. And hopefully they learn from that tonight because they're going to have to bring their A game against the Blue Aces because we just saw what they did last week against Looking Valley. And I think Granville, you know, despite the injuries here tonight, they're playing their best football all year, and especially junior quarterback Beckett Long, because he had a monster game last week with throwing for over 400 yards and had 137 yards rushing as well. So that Watkins defense is going to have a tough time trying to contain him. Our pregame continues hearing from both head coaches. That's next as you're listening to the high school football game of the week on Kate 98.7. Three straight years, capturing at least a share of the title and three straight years at least hosting a first-round playoff game. Something's really working here, Coach. Yeah, I, I, I think, um, you know, obviously we have really good kids. So I think it starts there is when, you know, when the kids let you coach them, um, coach them hard, and, and, and they buy into the identity and the culture you're trying to create. Um, 
it was a give and take both ways from from myself and them. So, um, you know, there's times I want to push them harder where I pull back, and there's times they don't want me to push them as hard where I have to push them hard. But at the end of the day, we, we we're, we're we're aligned in the fact that we we're trying to get to a certain place, and uh, you know, we've had some success, and um, you know, we want we want to continue that. And I think it, it starts with the quality of kids showing up to practice, working hard, and, and just being great teammates. And we've talked about your skill players a lot. There's also still. The one consistent piece, I think, has been your line play. When it's been really good, you've attacked them defensively. And I go back to Friday night. Beckett had a great game running and throwing the ball, but he had a lot of time to look and see what he wanted to do, too. So I really think the line play over the last few years has been maybe one of your most solid aspects of it when things are going good. Yeah, I think I think that's any team when, when they're winning. They're playing up, uh, well up front, both sides of the ball. Obviously, your athletes are making plays and that kind of stuff. But I think we, we do a good job. I, I know we have some good guys down there working with the offensive line, um, with Coach Sanders and Coach Cook and, and, and those guys. But uh, I think we do a good job. Um, simplifying things and we, we, we always tell them you know clear mind equals fast feet and we, we want them to to play with uh, clear-minded where they're not thinking as much not think as much as at least they get them in positions and then it all comes down to putting the kids that are the most physical and the most you know hungry to win and most competitive guys out there and I think uh, those guys have shown that they're you know able to do that you know we might not be the biggest guys but we have kids who play really hard so the matchup with Watkins again the outright championship is there for the LCL Buckeye this is a team that got bit by Licking Valley a few weeks ago, and they seem to have righted the ship a little bit. Um, when we saw them against Valley, very aggressive defense. They'll blitz you a lot. They'll come after you. So aggressiveness versus aggressiveness maybe a little bit Friday night? Yeah, we're, I think it's different kinds of aggressiveness. Yeah, we don't, we don't maybe blitz as much as they do. I think Coach Waters does a really good job. Um, you know, they, they just, you know, they they have their scheme and they run their scheme. I think I think I respect that. That's who we are. We don't we don't. They're not going to change a whole lot. We're not going to change a whole lot. We're just going to try to out execute you, and that's kind of what they do. And that's they've had a lot of success defensively that way. Um, you know, and then offensively, you know, I think for them offensively it starts with Ricketts. He's he's the most explosive player. You know, one of the most that we've seen this year. So you know, bottling him up and you know, their other athletes and going over there and trying to find a way to get a win and just, you know, hopefully we don't have to share that thing. Is this the maybe the most athletic team that you have faced? Uh, maybe, I know Marion Franklin was very athletic yeah. to start the year, but week one is a lot different than week 10, and it seems like this team has a bunch of athletes that when they're getting it right too can, can cause some problems on both sides of the ball. Yeah, they, they, have, they have some good athletes. Um, you know, I don't think their linebackers are overly athletic, but I think the receivers are. I think their overhangs are. Um, you know, they have number four, who's really athletic, number 19. Um, you know, we, we, uh, we've been, but Heath's really athletic. You know, Mary Franklin's, Mary Franklin's really athletic. I think Valley's got some really good athletes. So, um, Heights, I think, has some dudes. So, I think it's, that's part of, part of who we are, part of what we've seen. So, we, we, we know what we're getting. And last question. I know you can't look ahead, but you know you are going to be playing week 11. To have these back-to-back weeks with physical ball teams, athletic ball clubs, uh, it's got to help maybe. It's tough to prepare, I know, because you're not sure who you're going to play, but knowing the type of quality teams you've played the last two weeks, getting you ready for postseason play. For sure, yeah. That's it's you know We, we knew week 9 and 10 were quality opponents, and uh, um, going into the playoffs, we knew that was important. And, um, you know, last year we kind of let it get the best of us, though, because we went – Valley last year 16-14 then we went to the wire to get our share of the league because we, we, we slipped up versus Heights and had to beat uh, Watkins late 20-10 and then we had a you know 
uh, Bell Fountain first round, last second of the playoffs, and it felt like when we went to Jackson, the two-hour bus ride, we were just dead, and we were gassed, and I, you know, it's not an excuse. They were, they were better than us. They beat us, but I also don't think we gave our best effort because I feel like we let stuff out, so we're doing our best to, to, to capture this momentum instead of letting it you know, hinder us. So I hopefully these wins and, and, and this stuff can just build that and that excitement, that intensity, and that uh, that eagerness to continue to win. Good luck against Watkins. All right, thank you. This is the last year I'm cleaning out these fucking gutters. Sheila sees this ladder balanced on top of the trash cans, and I'll never hear the end of Uh-oh. Skip the gutters and head straight to the ER. Not that ER. ER as an equipment rental. Weekend Warrior Equipment Rental. They've got everything you need to do your next job safely. Weekend Warrior Equipment Rental. State Route 13, Thornville. Trillium Farms, one of the country's leading egg producers, located near Johnstown, is hiring. If you're looking for a flexible, friendly, team-oriented work environment, they want you on their team. Hiring maintenance technicians, shippers, production, and processing workers. They offer some of the highest earnings in the industry, a very competitive benefits package, and a $2,000 sign-on bonus. View current openings or apply online at versova.com. B-E-R-S-O-V-A dot com. Trillium Farms is an equal opportunity employer. You're listening to the high school football game of the week. Brought to you by Licking Memorial Health Systems on Kate 98.7. And that was Granville head coach Wes Schrader. And now here's our pregame interview with Watkins Memorial head coach Darren Waters. Coach, interesting to see sometimes how players and young athletes really respond after a tough loss. And your guys' team really has turned the page after the tough loss to Licking Valley with two very solid wins over your arch rival and then beating Zanesville. Uh, pleased, happy, satisfied? Um, I'm happy with the way they've responded in the last two weeks. You know, I, I think we talk about taking uh, different games as you take it as a loss or a lesson. And, you know, I believe that we've taken it as a, as a lesson and continue to move forward and improve. Did did the team, as you talked about it, a lesson just learned about maybe just a couple of areas to improve on because the team was very good before that game and they've been very good after that game? Oh, yeah, I, I think definitely we reflected on, um, you know, typically there's about six plays that swing every football game and you don't know when those plays are going to happen. So uh, you have to be playing at your uh, your best all the time, you know, and we we talked about things that we could do to – improve and avoid some of the pitfalls we fell into that night. Uh, I think we've shown some growth, and uh, hopefully that we've continued to improve this week. One consistent thing has been the defense all season long, and you pitched another shutout uh, against Zanesville. A couple of key areas you think that has led to such a strong defense this year? Um, I think that we have a, a lot of buy-in by our kids in our defensive scheme. Uh, a lot of trust in the defensive staff and, and the kids trust each other and, and play for each other when they're out there. Um, I think the other thing is we've played uh, pretty solid along the defensive front and uh, our, our linebacking core um, has done a good job uh, of uh, playing against the run. Um, I think our secondary play has continued to improve and those guys are doing a nice job on the back end and we've been able to pressure quarterbacks some. Offensively, also looks like a little bit of improvement over the uh, the season as you've started and and trying to get. I know every coach loves a balance of of run and throw, and it seems like 
Uh, you know, last week you had to throw the ball a little bit more because you were a little banged up in the backfield, and, and Drew and the receivers were able to accomplish that. Yeah, we, you know, I think offensively, uh, what you're trying to always do is you want to take what the defense is giving you. You know, and, and what we are week to week, whether it's more run or more pass or balance, is kind of uh, dependent on what we think the defense is, is giving us and then doing our best to put our kids in uh, great positions to, to make plays. Uh, you know, we're real young on offense, and I think that they've continued to improve as the season has gone. And uh, there's some chemistry developing between our, our quarterback and our wide receivers, and um, I think it's, it showed the past couple of weeks. Taking on a Granville team that is rolling right now, 9-0, and uh, playing extremely well on both sides of the ball. Um, what impresses you, one or two key areas, about the Blue Aces for this matchup? Well, uh, number one, I think when you get the opportunity to see them, they're a very well-coached uh, football team. Uh, the coaching staff over there is doing a great job, and uh, the kids obviously buy into to their system and the things they're doing on both sides of the ball. Um, I think they're they're aggressive uh, on defense. Um, they pursue the football well. Um, I think on uh, offense, they do a good job of getting the football to uh, their playmakers in um, open space. You know, I think that uh, their style of play is definitely something that uh, they they've bought into across the board. To me, looking at this game, this these are two of the more athletic teams, I think, in the LCL. And athleticism is one thing, but again, if you play disciplined football, that's a lot. But do you kind of feel across the board that this might be one of the more athletic matchups you have here in Week 10? Oh, I think this is a great game. You know, I think this is a great game for both programs with a, a lot of our goals still out in front of us. Um, I think it's a it's an exciting matchup. I, I, I like the fact that it's a, it's a Week 10 game. Appreciate your time, Coach. Good luck against Granville. Hi, this is Charlie Burwell from Church Street Floor Covering, and we're happy to welcome back all the high school football players to the field. At Church Street Floor Covering, we support all local athletes and wish them the best of luck this season. If you're looking for flooring that can stand up to whatever your home team throws at it, come see us at Church Street Floor Covering. We've been scoring big points with our customers for over 30 years. Church Street Floor Coverings, across from the Buckeye Valley YMCA. And don't forget to tell them, Charlie sent you. The experienced heating and cooling professionals that meet any budget is just a phone call away. Your local Lennox dealer, Lucart Heating and Cooling, has been installing Lennox systems in Licking County for over 60 years. Installation professionals, Nate certified technicians, and Lennox Innovations make Lucart Heating and Cooling the wise choice. Call 740-344-5497 today. That's 740-344-5497. Lennox, innovation never felt so good. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Lashley Tractor Sales on Cape 98.7. All set to go from Watkins, the Warriors and the Blue Aces. Watkins won the coin flip. They deferred. So Granville will get the ball in offense to start this ball game. The Blue Aces win. They capture the LCL Buckeye to their lonesome. If they lose, Watkins wins. They get a share and potentially with Licking Valley tonight as well as they take on Licking Heights. Here's the kickoff by Watkins down the field and it will be fielded at about the six-yard line. 
and bring it up across the 30 for Granville up to about the 32-yard line is where they will start first and 10. And, Garrett, you talked about it. What a performance last week by Beckett Lawn at the quarterback position. Yeah, he has come a long way since that week one game that we saw him play against Marion Franklin. 409 passing yards, two touchdowns through the air, then adding another 137 yards rushing. He had a big... Uh, quarterback keep too in that first half that went for a touchdown and yeah he has just really flipped the script and I think just you know getting him out or getting him getting some early completions continuing to build that confidence early is going to go a long way in this game first and 10 and Lawn will keep it on the run option and he will get across the 35 yard line to about the 37 as we get underway let's pause for station identification you're listening to the high school football game of the week on Kate 98.7 you're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week on WCLT, W254CT Newark, Kate 98.7. Second down and five for Granville after the five-yard pickup by quarterback Beckett Lawn on their first play of this opening possession. He's got three wideouts on this second down to the near side. Barrasso here to the far side by his lonesome. And the pass is thrown out and complete, making the catch Jacob Culver just enough for a Granville first down. And it looks like we've got flags and a probably a personal foul after the play. Wait for the official signal, but that to me, it looked like that play was over with. Yeah, he was out of bounds. Um, just... A little extra pushing and shoving after the play, going against the Warriors early, and that's that's a tough break, and it's just an unforced error, you know, and in a game that I feel like is going to be on the lower scoring side of things. I know I said that last week, and it was quite the opposite, but you do not want to give up, you know, 15 yards, you know, for something that didn't even affect the play to begin with. You just need to try to calm down, settle into this game here if you're Watkins. So that'll move the ball all the way to the Watkins 40-yard line, so... Two plays picking up the first down, then the personal foul, and here comes Granville. And this is an offense you don't want to give any gifts to, and that's one right off the bat. Two wideouts split to each side on this first and ten. Noah Music is the running back with Lawn in the backfield. Lawn will fake the handoff throw, and the catch is made by Culver again, and he will get eight yards, making it second and very short. Yeah, so far earlier, getting the ball out quick here for Long in this Granville offense. They're not allowing that pressure you know, to get to Long, and you know we saw Watkins did blitz a lot. They do like to blitz a lot on defense, so they're kind of taking that factor away from the Warriors right now on defense. Second down and two after the eight-yard pass completion to Culver. Again, Kyle Kirby out in this ballgame. And we'll see probably more of Noah Music in the backfield yet to get a handoff here, but you know he will get his carries. Long to throw again. Here comes the blitz, and it's just a little bit late, and that gives Long time to throw, and just enough for a first down. That one to Jack Yeager. Yeah, the pressure did get to Long, but I was just impressed by Long. Yeah, it looked it was coming from his blind side, but he sensed the pressure, hung in the pocket. It was a short pickup, but those are the type of plays you know that they just they win you football games. There's a reason why this Greenville team's coming in at nine and zero. They're able to win these games because you know Long. Well, staying in the pocket rather than taking a sack or throwing that one incomplete, it's a first down. Three-yard pickup to the 30. It is a first down there for Granville. And you know number one over here is just waiting to get his hands on the ball. 
Here's the fake handoff, and again, here's the catch made by Culver. Good open field tackle that time by Watkins after about the five-yard pickup, making the tackle was Connor French. But you've got to think they've been setting something up here for Dante Verasso because they're going to the right side this whole time, and he's by his lonesome on the left. Eventually, they're going to go to him. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Yeah, you got to think uh, they set something up here for us. So maybe not necessarily even this drive, but just later on, yeah. down on the game. You kind of forget about him, put him in single coverage, and we saw what happened last week. He had that big 98-yard reception, good for a touchdown. Second down and five from the Warrior 25-yard line. And Beckett will keep it long across the 25 down to about the 23. So here's the first third down on this drive. And it'll be third down and about four. Yeah, in Granville, you know, no music. Great kicker. Struggled a little last week. It'll be interesting to see, you know, depending on what happens on this third down play, if they decide to let go for the field goal or end up going for it here on fourth down. But I still don't think necessarily this is uh, four-down territory just because, uh, you know, we've seen music hit from 40-plus yards this year. Third and three trips to the near side on this third down play. Lawn, he will keep it, and he's in trouble, but he will make the move and get the first down. What a stiff arm by the junior quarterback. Enough for the Blue Aces. Yeah, that kind of looked to me like a little bit of a broken play initially. It didn't look like Long knew 100% if he was going to take off and run. Kind of stumbled. Looked like he was going to be brought down right at the line of scrimmage. But just kind of, yeah, that stiff arm and just that extra effort. Just enough for the chains. And he is continuing to impress here on this opening drive. This is the eighth play and right at the red zone at the 20-yard line for Granville. 8-10 remains in this first quarter. Blue Aces looking to strike first. And second penalty on this drive by the Watkins defense. Garrett, we saw this three weeks ago. Yeah, that that closing drive uh, in that Looking Valley versus Watkins game, there were some big penalties, some personal fouls, some offsides called that really you know, gave life to a Looking Valley offense that wasn't really moving the ball somewhat consistently, and that's it's, it's helping uh, the Blue Aces here early in this one. It's something they need to clean up if they want to hope to win this game. Back into throw on first and five. He is looking in the end zone and just led his receiver a little bit too much. Maxton Messner on that play. Incomplete pass. It's second down and five. And... I think, you know, since they did get the, the five yards off the penalty, elected to take a shot there on first down, going for the end zone. So they're still in good shape here on second down and five. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see, you know, if we're going to be getting, seeing any carries here from uh, no music in the backfield. We did, you know, Kyle Kirby, being with, with him being out, he was kind of the primary ball carrier, you know, towards the second half of the season. Beckett has three carries on this drive for nine yards. Second and five. Lawn will throw and a great catch just outside the ten yard line. That is Culver again making the catch. So about a four yard pickup there, so call it third and one. Yeah, and it's just been a simple up and out. Yep. Right towards the sideline here for Culver and so far Watkins has given him enough cushion that he's able to, you know, just create just enough separation. Long's been on the money all night, but Big third and one coming up here. We'll see what they do. Tight formation on this third and one. Long will keep it, and 
Looks like he was stopped shy of the first down. Looked like there was enough of a push to get him there, but then good speed by the Watkins defense, and they are calling it fourth and one. No gain. Yeah, Watkins defense, great job getting in the backfield. Like I said, the initial push looked like it was going to be enough, but... Long just couldn't find the hole quick enough, and it looks like the offense is staying out. They will on fourth and one. Again, a tight formation. Long comes up over center, and he will keep it, and that should be enough for the first down as it looked like he was able to push forward to the 10. Official stop play. We'll wait for the scrum to break free and see where they mark it. Watkins thinks they held him. And we'll see what they decide here. Are they going to measure? Well, do we, do we have a measure in the first quarter? We do. All right, let's see. <laughs> Ball is right at the 10, which is right where he needs to be. It's on right. the far hash from us, so we'll just have to wait for the chain dang to come out here and see where the ball is marked. Here we go. They're looking at it. First down, Granville by, you can't even say a nose, I don't think. That I mean, is it is right there. Just enough. I'd say, I mean, to me, it looked like the end of the ball was right at the end of the chains. It can't get much closer than that. So it is first and goal from the 10 for Granville on their 12th play on this opening drive. Let's see if they go to Verasso here in the end zone. Lawn is back to throw. Looking, nope, he's going to go the other direction and making the catch. And it is just shy of the for touchdown right outside the pylon. Jacob Culver, who's had himself a heck of an opening drive, makes the catch. And knocking right now on the door are the Blue Aces. Yeah, it's the same play they've been running all drive for Culver here. Just a quick, you know, you run about four or five yards up, you break for, towards the sideline, and he was just short of the goal line that time. So they got two plays here to get one yard. Good hand shown that time by Culver. And the ball was fumbled on the snap to Long. Looks like Granville got back on it, but it looked like he wanted to run before he got the ball. Granville does recover, but now it makes it third and goal and lost about a half yard there. Yeah, we saw uh, Granville have some problems at the goal line last week on a couple of possessions here, and that's a tough break because, yeah, now it's putting the pressure on. So here's the quarterback keep and touchdown, Blue Aces. Lawn keeps it, gets over the goal line, and on the 14th play of this drive, Granville gets in for six. And this an impressive opening drive there by the Blue Aces. Couple third down conversions, that big fourth down conversion. They, you know, the signature third and ones, third and goals at the one yard line. You need to convert those in close games, and so far Granville has. And they also took a ton of time off the clock, and they put the ball in the end zone, which is what you just want to do. That's perfectly executed. There's a flag on the play as they set up for the point after here. Referees getting together to discuss this. 14-play, 67-yard drive, and a, just an outstanding mix of run and pass. And basically, you could say some of those passes might have just been long runs. They're going to wave the flag off. But just complete control by the junior quarterback using Jacob Culver as his main weapon. It really was the Culver and Long show on that drive. Music on to attempt the extra point. Long will hold it. Here's the snap. It's down. Kick on the way. It is up. 
and it is good. 5.15 remains first quarter. 7-0 Blue Aces. You're listening to the high school football game of the week on Kate 98.7. Carpenter's Market in Somerset, proud supporter of all area high school football teams, invites you to stop in and stock up on all the meat, deli, and dairy items you need. They're open seven days a week and have the best selection of local produce and local beef. While you're in the store, be sure to check out their weekly specials. You'll save real money on their discounted meat boxes. They're the ideal place to stock up for the colder weather to come. Look for Carpenter's Market on Facebook and at 103 South Columbus Street in Somerset. Your college experience should be built just for you, supporting everything you value most. That's why Ohio University delivers the high-quality education we're known for right here on our Lancaster campus. Whether you're a full-time student or working full-time, Ohio's affordable, flexible degrees are always in demand in our community and can take you anywhere. Earn a degree in your own backyard on your own terms and move your career and your community forever forward. Learn more at ohio.edu slash Lancaster. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by KSEP's Auto Body and Service Center by Kate 98.7. 7 nothing. Granville leads Watkins Memorial as they take the opening kick and take it right down the field. Seven runs by Beckett Lawn on that drive. Five catches by Jacob Culver and... That's 12 of the 14 plays. The others was a pass complete to Jack Yeager and an incomplete pass. But just a great balance shown by the Blue Aces offense against a very good Watkins defense. So Granville up 7-0. Watkins turn to get the ball in this matchup. Ready to kick things off here for Granville. And the kick off by Bodie Shopes. And it will go for a touchback. And so Watkins will start at the 20-yard line. So Gerald Banks did not play last week against Zanesville. We'll see if he comes out tonight. We think he's going to be the huge weapon if he's able to go tonight. Drew Samsel has gotten much better throwing the football. But you need to say, I hate to say it so early, but that the bank needs to be open tonight. Banking <laughs> hours are important. Yeah, that's a good one. You disagree? I, I agree with you 100%. This needs to be the, uh, the bank show, I think, here tonight. And oh. he is back there. Yeah. He is in the in the backfield with Samso on first and ten. And Drew will now fire in the pass incomplete as he was looking outside there for Jaden Ricketts, who had three touchdowns last week. But you want the ball in Banks' hands, I can tell. Yeah, I just, first and ten, you know, this is what kind of killed me watching him back when they played Valley. You got such a talented running back with Gerald Banks, and it seems like you know every touch of the ball, you know, nine times out of ten he's going to pick up a gain of you know at least three, four, five yards, and you know just getting ahead of the sticks on first down, you know, keeping yourself out of third and long situations is key. Well, this time he gets the handoff, and the Grandville defense was right there, ready to go. No gain on that pickup, so it is third and long right off the bat for this Watkins offense. Yeah, and that's this is the situation you really wanted to avoid here for the Warriors. You know, we from what we've seen so far of this offense, they're not a huge play type of offense. They're not we don't usually typically see them, you know, get plays of forty plus yards. So these third and long situations are really, really difficult for them. Third and ten. Samson will throw, fires and the pass is caught. But back to the line of scrimmage, and that is it. So the Granville defense comes out and is ready to go. 
looks like that was Maxton Messner in there on the stop and a couple of other blue aces as well as they swarm to the football. So three plays and Watkins has to punt. And so far it's been no Kirby, no problem out there. Yeah. You know, I was more more concerned really to see what they would do on the defensive side of things. Um, but, yeah, they've done a great job stopping the run and then the few passing plays for a little gain. Culver fumbles the punt. It's on the ground, but he is able to recover it back at the 37-yard line. So those are two fumbles that you don't, you don't know if it'll flip the switch, but could have been costly for Granville, but Culver was able to get back on it. Yeah, that was avoiding a disaster right there with the Blue Aces. That would have been tough to lose that fumble, uh, you know, especially the way this game's been going. And, yeah, I think plays like that, you know, they, they fumbled on the goal line, and then that muff punt. They were able to go their way so far, but that's just the only little bit of concern that so far for the Blue Aces is just, you know, I'm not, it may be a little wet out there, a little bit of rain before the game, a little bit of drizzle before I was coming up on the, uh, coming back up to the booth about 30 minutes till kickoff, so just focus on ball security here, I think, if you're the Blue Aces. They will start at their 37 on this second possession of the first quarter. And Long, he will keep it, gets one block, and gets about a yard up to the 38. Don't miss any of the action with our free app. Download WCLT Radio at the Apple App Store or Google Play Store, and you're streaming the game on Kate 98.7. Looks like we do have a injured blue ace on the field. We should mention that Dylan Lane also not playing this evening as well. He's been kind of nicked up and banged up a little bit, did play last week, but is in street clothes this evening. Can't see at the moment who the injured Granville player is, but he's being attended to by the uh, training staff right now, and we won't speculate at this point. So both teams are in the postseason. Both teams trying to host a playoff game. It looks really good for Granville, win or lose. If they win tonight, they should be in the top four. If Watkins would get the win, they still should be in the top eight and be able to host. It's a little bit more dicey for Watkins, currently seventh in their region. They lose. They're probably going to be on the road in week one. If they do get the victory tonight, then all indications are they are going to be hosting. So a lot to play for in week 10, which both coaches really enjoyed. Senior night here. Here at Watkins Memorial, 26 seniors on this group. So while they've got some youngsters that will be back next year, still that is a very hefty senior class here at Watkins. Yeah, very rarely see you know those type of numbers for seniors um, from schools. So yeah, I mean this this is a very talented you know Watkins team. You know, and you know keep going back to looking Valley game. That was a game I'm sure that. They were very frustrated with themselves. You know, they felt like they they really should have won that game, you know. And, um, you know, tonight, not the start that you wanted um, on offense or defense. And, you know, to secure, you know, just at least getting that first playoff game here at home will be really, really big um, for the Warriors if they're able to do that. But um, still tending to that injured player down there in the field for Granville. Yeah, unfortunately, this looks to be a little bit more serious than what we have been Mm -hmm. seeing so far. Coach Raider is out there with, again, the training unit. And we do apologize, but he went down before we could see the number, and he's 
currently being blocked by several folks, so we don't know who it is at this point. And they're still tending to him. So we're going to take a break with 3.47 remaining first quarter. 7-0 Granville leads it. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week on Kate 98.7. Resetting your password. Unsubscribing from emails. Printing anything. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your business doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things, like learning how that printer works. That's simple human sense. Visit Hummel's Newark office right off the downtown square or online at HummelGRP.com. For every stage of a woman's life, Knox Community Hospital offers advanced, personalized women's health care. From 3D mammograms, cervical biopsies, and minimally invasive surgery, to treatments for infertility, bone loss, incontinence, endometriosis, and more. Our women's health specialists encourage you to share in decisions about your health and offer the one-on-one education you need to thrive. At Knox Community Hospital, we're elevating care. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week, brought to you by Mike's Roofing on Kate 98.7. We are back at Watkins Memorial. We still have an injured Granville player down on the field. They have brought out the uh, stretcher to help because it looks to be a significant leg injury at this moment. And we are, again, still trying to get the number of the of the player. Both teams on their respective sidelines. Something you just don't want to see, and we've been blessed not to see this over the last several years. And wish this player all the best, but they're getting ready to put him up and take him over to get some medical attention at the moment. So, looks to be a lineman, and that's about all we know at this point. With 3.47 in this first quarter, 7 nothing. Granville leads it, taking the opening possession down the field and getting a touchdown by Beckett Lawn to give them the 7 nothing lead. This was the first play after Watkins went 3-and-out on their opening drive for Granville on offense. So a team that is banged up at the moment has another significant injury here to deal with, Garrett, and something, obviously, it's his health and well-being that's the most important thing at the moment, but team is not getting healthy heading into the postseason. Right, yeah, it's something you hate to see for a team that's, you know, has opportunity to finish the season 10-0 and for the second time in the past three years. You know, they had that great run making it to the state semis two seasons ago. Didn't have a, um, a deep of a run last year, but um, this team looks much improved from last season, but unfortunately, they're just getting hurt here these past few weeks losing some key players and it is oftentimes you know in the postseason um you know whatever team's healthier tends to come out on top just because it seems like lots of players you know as the season goes on injuries tend to happen more frequently um but it's 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 a tough it's a heartbreaker here for granville and we're hopefully this this young man is all right and you know like he says is just his well-being is here is most most important for him as he is. I think he's finally able to uh, sit up. So the injured player is Jackson Pelzer, junior lineman for Granville. So Jackson Pelzer, he is getting attended to and 
a lot of great staff around there taking care of him and taking care of a lot of precautions right now. So the Granville team is out there supporting him, and they're just taking every care to get him from the field up to the stretcher and doing a wonderful job and taking all the time in the world that they need to. And they've removed shoulder pads and things to that nature just to help mobilize him and get him ready. And he is being put on the stretcher right now. He's up and and alert. We should mention that. And now the Granville team going over and hugging him. And you can hear the fans giving him a round. So... Looks to be a late injury. He is He's definitely aware of the situation and, and alert and knows what's going on. So they will take him to get more medical attention. And we wish, obviously, Jackson Pelzer all the best and thoughts with him. And what's great to see is Watkins players even coming <laughs> over to, to wish him well. And we, we talk every week about... The the rivalries and there is you know you you want to beat each other badly but there is so much respect between these schools and the LCL and nobody wants to see this on either side so they are carting him off the field right now we'll begin play here shortly and again all the best and thoughts to Jackson moving forward this evening so ready to back at it here second down and nine for Granville at the 38 yard line. Trips to the far side. Verasso by his lonesome here on the near side. Long to throw. He gets hit as he throws, and it's incomplete. And there's that aggressive blitzing defense by Watkins. They're going to come after you, and that's the first time they really got in and hit Beckett right when he went to throw that ball. Yeah, um, yeah just an unblocked uh, Watkins defender came in. Long knew he was coming. I think he just released it a tad too late that time. And fortunately, that ball for him fell incomplete. It was a kind of, as you know, as he got hit, the ball did not come out cleanly. Watkins had a chance to pick that one off, but another big third down coming up. Chance to get off the field, third and nine. Long rolls to his right, looks, fires, caught, made, first down. And it's his man tonight, Jacob Culver. First down, Granville. Long got hit, but again, as you talked about, his poise right now mm-hmm. under pressure is outstanding. He knows he's going to get hit. He knows he's going to take the hit, but what's most important to him is picking up the first down. It's It's been showing. Granville tonight, three for four on converting third downs, and once again, it was just that route, you know, up and out. And it's been money all night tonight, and that's something I think, you know, as this game goes on, I'm sure Watkins is going to adjust to. And Granville has to be careful that, you know, Watkins defenders don't jump that route. And that's something, of course, you can use. You know, both sides can kind of use that to their advantage, you know, as um, that play get, continues to get run here tonight. That is Culver's sixth catch already tonight. First and ten, Granville at their 48-yard line. Long to throw. Fires. Catch made this time by Jaeger into Watkins' territory. The blitz game, but he kind of sidearmed that mm-hmm. one and got it out quick. Yeah, it was kind of a uh, Caleb Williams type throw that, that time. Kind of reminded me of the pressure was coming. Had to get rid of it quick. Kind of lean, sidearmed it right there. Um, but yeah, once again, they're not a huge gain, but keeps them ahead of the sticks. Yep. And now the playbook's still wide open here on second down and about five, six yards here. 
I was going to go with Bernie Kosar with the sidearm, but you want to go with Caleb Williams, that shows our age difference, I guess. Second and five at the Warrior 47-yard line. Again, four wideouts, two to each side. Lawn to throw, fires, caught, made by Jaeger. Right at the, actually to make a 39-yard line, so about a eight-yard pickup. It's eight, nine, yep. seven yards. It's it's really good. Actually, they're going to push it back now to the 40, and that word, it will be a first down for Granville, but just flawless execution right now. Yeah, absolutely. Watkins brought pressure again that time. Long picked it up. Great. And threw it again out to his receiver. Um, looked like a linebacker knew that pass was coming. Tried to jump up to deflect it. Like I said, the more they run that play, the more Watkins is going to expect it. Long with a hard count. Watkins does not jump. Now we'll wait for the play from the sideline. Yeah. Two minutes, 22 seconds. 7 nothing. Granville leads it. You got Verasso here. Looks like single coverage. Long to throw. He is looking deep, and the catch is made by Messner inside the 20-yard line. So all the weapons being used except for the big weapon, which we know is coming at some point, but Lawn spreading it out on this drive. Three different wide receivers catching the ball, and here comes Granville. And once again inside the red zone. It kind of looked like that time they used maybe Verasa a bit as a, as a uh, decoy. Kind of two to fit one possession game just like that. Shopes will pooch kick it, and it's off of the Watkins player, but does go out of bounds. Boy, that could have been really disastrous, but it does go out of bounds, so Watkins will keep it. After tonight's game, get all the scores on the T100 High School Football Scoreboard Show. Join Mark Bruce and Lee Waller 9 to 11 tonight on T100, and there are big ones across the area. Again, the LCL Cardinal up for grabs at Swainfield and Heath between the Bulldogs and the Johnstown Johnnies. Both teams are unbeaten. Newark looks good to get into the playoffs, win or lose tonight, but they are taking on arch-rival Lancaster. And other games, they'll have them all for you on the T100 High School Football Scoreboard Show, 9-11 to tonight. Watkins will start this drive now down by two scores at their 32-yard line. And... I totally agree with you. It's got to be Banks right here, right now. And he does get the handoff, and he's at the 35, and then good one-on-one tackle right there and making the tackle for Granville, Leland Durham, and taking him on one-on-one, so it'll be a second down and seven. Yeah, you know, not a lot there, but stay. Just staying ahead of the chains here, so, you know, you make it second and seven, playbook a little bit more open here. Um, But, yeah, I just try to... Just use Banks as much as possible. You know, it, it, even in the passing game, you, you can make um, the passing game extension of the running game here, too, um, just because they've had a trouble just protecting the quarterback a lot. Here's the end around to Ricketts, and he shows some good speed. Gets to the 38, but again, Granville just doing a very solid job of tackling today. Yeah. yeah, not a lot of, really any missed tackles so far. Yeah, it looked like for a chance there that... Uh, Ricketts may have been able to break free for that first down, but just another good open field tackle. Um, that's what's been separating, you know, this Granville defense and this Watkins defense so far early in this one. It's just been, you know, stopping the ball carrier, you know, in their tracks, not allowing any yards after contact. Drew Vahalik on the tackle there. It's third down and five. This is a must get for the Watkins offense. 
Sansel to throw. Nobody open. Scrambles. Now he will find his outlet man and getting the first down and more up to midfield. And a huge pickup. That's John Apple. And he was out there by his lonesome. Sansel finally found him, and it's a first down, their second one of the night for the Warriors. Yep, and I think that's what Sansel just needs to continue to do as this game goes on. You know, look for that check down. You know, hey, it may not be the – he's trying to hit the home run every play. I don't blame him. You know, you're down 14. You're trying to get it back as soon as possible here. But with the pressure that Granville's applying in their coverage downfield, you know, that check down route, you know, it may only be good for three, four yards. Here's the toss to Banks. He cuts it upfield, midfield, gets into Granville territory, about a four-yard pickup there. And it'll be a second down and six from the Granville 48-yard line with 6.45 remaining second quarter, 14-0. Blue Aces lead it. So staying ahead of the chains once again here. So, yeah, I mean, you could try to take a deep shot here. But, I mean, yeah, but for the most part, you know, Samsel's been under heavy pressure, and things tend to go very badly when you know he holds on to the ball for four or five seconds. He either gets sacked or a penalty comes out. So continue to just be quick striking. He will go back to throw. Fires, and that play is working, mm-hmm. and it's a catch for a first down at the Granville 40-yard line. I believe that was Kirk once again on the catch, and it was his second catch of the night. So... After that third down pickup, Warriors with a little bit of a flow here and some momentum at the Blue Aces' 40-yard line. That was the best throw of the night by Samson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just kind of a similar route that Granville has been burning them on, just kind of an up and out towards the sideline. And right on cue, when you're in a flow, you get a false start. So that will push it back to the 45-yard line. And make it first and 15. Tough to get behind the sticks against Granville. Yep. Yeah, it's... Fifth penalty. Yeah, the penalties tonight have been absolutely killer for Watkins. They just need to... I mean, if they limit them, we saw what they were able to do. They were able to drive down the field, get into Granville territory. So we'll see if they can overcome this. You know, it's just a five-yard penalty here, but... It's been slim picking so far against this Granville defense. Every single, you know, positive yardage play has been tough to get so far tonight. First and 15, Banks comes in motion, and he will get the pass. Looking for something to happen, 45-40, nice move. Stays on his feet and gets close to the 35-yard line. Got to get him the football, <laughs> plain and simple. Yep, and just get to, get to your athletes, too. Um, you know, Banks, Ricketts, they both look really good tonight, and that was just kind of, you know, um, just a, throwing that basically, you know, behind the line of scrimmage. You know, you don't need to hit these huge plays down the field. Just see these little check downs, these little rollout routes. Just get the ball to your athletes in the open field and just see you know, if they can make people miss. Second and six from the Granville 36. And here's the inside handoff to Banks. And he will get across the 35 to the 34. Rain has stopped now, so didn't last too long and didn't cause too much of an inconvenience. Just that the meteorologists were wrong again. <laughs> well, the weather app, at least. <laughs> you don't need to cover for <laughs> Third down and four. Another critical third down here for the Warriors. Trips to the far side. Samsel looks one way, now fires, and intercepted by the Blue Aces. And taking it back is Dante Verasso. He will score for the Blue Aces. He's done it on offense. He does it on defense. 
And, boy, you talk about flipping a switch right now. Watkins was on the move, and Dante gets the interception. A pick six. House call. Blue Aces up 20-zip. And... I'm not sure if it was the play design on that one or not, but it looked like just a wide receiver screen right there initially. Uh, Sam so pump fake to his receiver, try to take you know the uh, the fade route downfield, and it was just a miscommunication or just a misread that time on that whole offensive play, and it comes back to b- bite him bad. I'm going to say it was 75 yards. looked like he got it around the 25. And then, oh, the speed he shows once he gets in the open field. Extra point by Music is up, and it is good. So 4.50 remains in this second quarter. It is all Granville. And, yep, you, you keep the bear quiet for one quarter, he's ready to explode. <laughs> and he has done that in this second quarter with a huge touchdown pass and... You know, there were a lot of Warrior players right there, and he just blew right by them. Yep. Just blew right by them. Yeah, you can't let him get going into that second gear. Once he reaches top speed, I mean, he's as good as gone. It's yeah. gonna, you got to have a really good angle to, to come out there and get him. But yeah, no one was even close once he passed midfield. But, I mean, now you got 450 to go. Watkins did defer. I mean, this is a drive that you, it's a must-score touchdown drive, right? And if you're able to score here, take a decent amount of time off the clock. Don't let Granville score anymore before halftime. You get the ball to start the second half. You're still in this football game. I mean, it's been penalties and then just a really bad read that time um, by Samsel. That cost them big. But, I mean, okay, okay, but it's third and four. Right. Yeah. You, you know, I, do I even have to say it? You don't need that big shot there. You know, you, you really don't. You could have just probably just went for that wide receiver screen and, at worst, set up fourth and short, probably four down territory, too, at that point, and just at the point in the game. So, the kickoff goes into the end zone. It'll be a touchback, and Watkins will start at their 20. So, that was a, a good drive going, but mm-hmm. the penalties, and now you can say the turnover just. And, and Granville is playing a flawless game. Yep. They, they really are. I mean, no pen, no penalties. Um, I'm thinking maybe one third down. They just seem to be executing on offense. You could say that defensive scheme that time was bend, don't break, and then you take advantage of the opportunity. And I do think there was miscommunication between a couple of wide receivers because it looked like that ball was thrown in between both. And mm-hmm. then you're getting to the guy who catches everything. He's not right. dropping that interception. That's not happening. Yeah, and it looked like the intended receiver, too. He didn't even turn around no. and was ready for the ball. So, yeah, there was... Some miscues there, and we looks like we're going to get a timeout by Granville for the start of this drive. But, yeah, credit to Granville. I mean, we saw him last week. That defense, I mean, it gave up a lot of big plays. 20 points in the first quarter. Um, very uncharacteristic, or in the first half, very uncharacteristic. Three, um, three plays over 50 yards, yeah, I believe. Yeah, that was, it was the big plays that was keeping Valley in it um, in that first half specifically. And then they came out in the second half, and that was a more that Blue Aces defense that we expected. Um, and, you know, Watkins coming in 7-2, and two, 
one of the better teams that Granville's faced so far this year. We, I was curious to see you know how they would hold up. You know, coming up with that huge win against Valley, coming on the road, some big players out tonight too for the Blue Aces. You know, will they kind of be like, ah, we're already in the playoffs. We have the home field for the first game. We don't necessarily even need to win this game. They're playing right now like this is their must-win game to get there to get uh, a home game in the first round of the playoffs. Here's the handoff to Banks. Makes one man miss. And again, that play could have had negative yardage, but his speed and how he's able to get to the outside, it's a positive pickup of close to eight yards. Yeah, we, we talked about Verasso's speed, but yeah, Banks is a guy, I think it'd be interesting to see them run to the 40 against one another who come out on top, because yeah, both of them have that breakaway speed, and you know, you don't necessarily do need to be in a rush here if you're Watkins, but like you said, the, the end goal of this drive does need to be you know, putting six points up on the board. And you do get the ball to start the second half, so put a touchdown on the board, get the ball, start the second half. The scheme isn't over quite yet. Second and two. Here's Banks' handoff, and he doesn't look like he has a lot of power and strength, but he does, as he was able to take a couple of Granville tacklers with him across the 30, so a three-yard pickup, and that is a Watkins first down. So back-to-back runs by Banks for 11 yards. And it's first and 10, Watkins at the 31-yard line. Mm. And since the 2020 score, the Granville offense, and now you can say defense with the pick six, that is 46 unanswered points. Wow. Yeah, they've definitely... You didn't think I could do my math. I know. You were surprised by that. I couldn't even do the math that quick, honestly. (laughs) Sam sold a throw. Good time. Fires catch made by Apple, and he will get to the 35-yard line for about a four-yard pickup. Watkins does have all three of their timeouts as we're under four minutes now before halftime. Second down and six. Yeah, Watkins, I mean, the clock isn't too big of a concern here. You still got three minutes, 40 seconds remaining here, all three timeouts. The most important thing is just pick it, continue to pick up first downs and get it into, you know, that red zone. Um area and then kind of you can see where the clock's at at that point. Second down and six. Samson here's the pass out to Apple and close to being a backwards pass but they're saying no falls incomplete and it'll be third down now and six for Watkins with 326 to go in this first half. Yeah, trying to set up the wide receiver screen that time. I like the play call. Unfortunately, Samson just a little inaccurate that time but I think those are the types of plays that that was working for them on their previous drive. Um, it's just when they went away from that, that's when the mistake happened. So I just, you know, continue to, you know, just get the ball to your, it, put it in your receiver's hands and see if they can make some yards after catch. It's third down. Sam's a plenty of time. Now he will take off. He's at the 40, 45, and goes out of bounds, and it will be a Watkins first down. Good decision that time by the sophomore quarterback, and he'll take it up to the 48-yard line. No reason to force it, and he mm-hmm. runs for the first down. Yep. And then, you know, this guy's just a sophomore, too, right? So he's still learning. Um, and we've we've been fortunate enough to see the development from sophomore to senior right. quarterbacks. Yeah, he's going to be a good one. a number of quarterbacks, yeah. So, um, yeah, these are things that he's going to learn. But, yeah, it makes the correct read that time. You know, sometimes, yeah, this is the stuff he's going to learn along the way. Don't need to hit the home run ball every time. If you see five, six yards ahead of you, just take it and run. 
and he'll run it here and gets across midfield to about the 48-yard line. Let's pause for station identification. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week on Kate 98.7. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week on WCLT, W254CT Newark, Kate 98.7. We're at Watkins Memorial, Granville leading the Warriors by a score of 21 to nothing. With 2.45 to go, second quarter. Watkins facing a second down and five from Granville's 48. Sam still looking, fires it off to Banks. Banks is quadruple teamed back at midfield, so he'll lose a couple of yards. If you're going to throw that screen out there, you've got to throw it quickly, or else Granville's just going to pounce, and they did right there. Right, yeah. Two, three more seconds earlier, and it probably would have been a positive gain. Um... Yeah, Sam, so it just took a little too long to go through all of his progressions that time. And, yeah, it's another negative play. But, um, yeah, in that situation, if it's not there, I mean, look for a lane to run. If not, throw it away. So you just don't lose yards. That's it. We've seen it a couple of times tonight. Um, you know, second and short and just making it harder for yourself on third down. Third and eight. Sam, so over the middle. And he's got Apple, and he dropped the ball. Dropped it at the 35-yard line. That was an easy pitch and catch and could have led to some opportunities for Watkins that time, but it does fall incomplete, and it's fourth down from midfield. Yeah, I think that time Apple just, because I mean, I had a chance to possibly you know go for some significant yards after catch. Was a little too concerned with the yards after catch that time, and it's a tough, that's a really, really tough drop um, right there on third down. Here's the punt. Culver calls for the fair catch and makes it at the 15-yard line. So a minute 53 to go. We know the Blue Aces aren't going to be conservative here. Nope. They've got a chance to put the hammer down up 21 nothing. And Coach Schrader loves to get creative here and loves the, I think he loves the challenge of just trying to take the ball down the field. I can even go back to the, the scrimmage that they had against John Glenn before the season started. And they were doing a running clock. And this was a chance for Beckett Lawn to see what he can do. He was not going to call any timeouts, and they took the ball right down the field. And folks are saying, well, that was against John Glenn in the scrimmages. John Glenn is 8-1. and one. So it was a test, and that's what he likes to do, challenge his team, challenge his offense to score when they need to quickly. Lawn will keep it. He's at the 20, puts his head down, wow. and gets close to a first down, maybe about a yard shy. But a good pickup on first down with a minute 40 to go. Granville has got two timeouts left. And they'll call it second down and one. And you got to wonder here, do they go for the first down or do they try to go deep? See what they decide to do. Taking their time right now, minute 25. But, again, this quick strike offense doesn't need a lot of time to hit Baydert. Lawn is ready now. He will keep it and get the first down. So I don't believe that Noah's had one carry yet tonight. Is that right? I think so. Yeah, he's just kind of he's been kind of a decoy back there for the read options and uh, just these quarterback runs. Is officials call timeout here with a minute exactly remaining, and we'll see what is transpiring here. Looks like they are putting more time on the clock. He did the hand signals. See how much they're going to put back on. A minute seven. 
That's what it looks like. <laughs> and I think we're ready to go on his whistle, and here we go. First and ten, Branville. Long rolls out, fires, incomplete. Looking for Barrasso that time. Stops the clock with a minute two. 21-0, Granville leads it. Blue Aces looking to capture the LCL Buckeye outright and have a unblemished regular season at 10-0. and 0. Second down and 10. Trips come out here to the near side, which leaves Dante by his lonesome on the far side. Play clock is down to nine seconds. And now the Blue Aces offense is set. Lawn to throw. And he is looking long over the middle and leads Culver a little bit too much that time. So it is third down and ten. Yeah, that was... That was their deep shot they were looking for that time. If they were to hit on that one, they'd probably you know, go hurry up offense, try to put this one in the end zone. But now third and ten, I mean, may just hand this one off. May see Music's first carry, or maybe Long will keep it here. But I, I expected for them to keep this one on the ground, at least make Watkins burn one of their timeouts here um, before they get the ball back. Third and ten from the Granville 27-yard line. Long, faked handoff, fires, catch is made by Messner, makes one man miss, 35, and will get out of bounds, should be enough for a first down, Yeah. see where they officially mark it, Yeah. at the 40, so 50 seconds to go, and it will be a first down, and they're going to start the clock, I thought he got out of bounds, nevertheless, Lawn here's a quick pass to Culver, and this time he will get out of bounds, after a short pickup of about two yards. A couple scores of note. Newark leads Lancaster 28-15. Cats mm. trying to leave little doubt of getting to the postseason. No. That'll be a big win for them, especially we were talking about, we did that Thomas Worthington game where they lost in overtime there, and just a you know, heartbreaking loss. You know, Giving up the touchdown with 15 seconds left. I kind of just you know derailed their season... Um, but it would be big for them, yeah, to pick up a win, you know, heading into the postseason, make it three wins. Here's Long. He's got some pressure, fires over the middle. And <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but he's just an amazing player to watch. That's Verasso who makes the catch, goes up high, gets it, and it will be a first down at the Warrior 45-yard line. Down to 30 seconds to go. Long looks, fires, catch May, and see if they say he's out of bounds. And I think they're stopping the clock with 23 seconds. It's a first down. Culver once again. And it'll be at Watkins' 34-yard line. Just precision shown by the junior quarterback right now. Yeah, they're running the two-minute drill, really just like the one-minute drill here because that's when really they seemed like they started playing with some urgency after that big third-down conversion here on this drive. We'll see if they can put this one in the end zone or at least maybe try a long field goal attempt. Long rolls out. He's got some pressure. Fires across the middle, and the catch is made. And getting the first down inside the 20, and it's Jaeger. He's at the 15, still on his feet. And see if they mark it out. It would be a first down no matter what. So Granville can use a timeout here with 11 seconds to go. But it looks like they're going to go up and say, let's go. They're going to be at Watkins' 12-yard line. 
Vaughn is waiting for the for the play to come in. 11 seconds to go, second quarter, and the clock is stopped. So they're saying he got out of bounds. I'm not sure that he did. It was right there at the sideline, but it's going to work here for Granville, and they'll see if they can take advantage at the 12-yard line. Long to throw. Fires over the middle. Man, wide open. It's no music, and it's a touchdown for the Blue Aces. He hasn't touched it all night until six seconds to go. He was wide open. Touchdown, Granville. I told you they weren't going to get conservative, and they don't. Yeah, they make Watkins pay that time. Goes down. Really, they went down the field in just about a minute there. Just six seconds left on the clock. That two-minute drill ran to perfection. And, I mean, they are leaving no doubt here heading into the locker room. Just an extra point away from being up 28 to nothing. And just an absolutely dominant performance here against a very good Watkins Memorial team. Extra point is up and good. So six seconds remain, and it's been a rough senior night here for the Warriors as they now trail by... Four touchdowns, 28 to nothing, along with a couple of touchdown passes. One also run in, and the pick six by Dante Verasso. Rolling right along. This is, mm-hmm. I mean, we have a lot of superlatives for this team, but they are clicking so well. And again, they're dealing with some injured yeah. players tonight that are huge impacts offensively, defensively, and they're not missing a beat. No. Uh, I, I was worried when I heard, you know, Kirby being out. I thought, you know, initially I thought Granville was going to win the game. And then, you know, he called me and gave me the news about Kirby, you know, likely being out for the season, but at least missing this game. And I thought, you know, well, that gives Watkins a really good chance, you know, I think, to, you know, to close out their season with the win. And maybe it, quite the opposite really here happened. I mean, without Kirby, and as you mentioned too, you know, they lost, losing, or, uh, Missing another couple other key players, they are. This is the best we've seen them so far play. I mean, they played great against Valley last week in that second half. That first half, you know, the defense, you know, had some uh, problems limiting the big plays, but they've taken that second half momentum and transferred it into this first half. They look just, I mean, really perfect. I mean, there is nothing you can really think. One drive stalled out. They had a punt. Other than that, I mean, they've done. They stopped the offense. They've stopped the run. They stopped the pass. They've scored on defense. They've drove down the field in under two minutes. I mean, they can run. They can pass. They, everything is just clicking. So, um, yeah, it was just a missed field goal. That was it so far tonight. So, yeah, Granville is. Uh, they're heading in the right direction in the postseason. And, and for Watkins, I mean, I mean, you saw Stanford come back on Colorado last week, down 29 nothing. So. Anything can happen here. They do have the ball to start the second half, but they're going to have to make some adjustments. Onside kick and ball on the ground down to one second. They might, and then they're going to stop it with one second. Looks like Watkins got it. But that would have been, had Granville been able to get it, that would have been in Noah's range. Yeah, they would have. They would have sent him out for the field goal there and, uh, yeah, Watkins, fortunately, to recover that one, that was just too close for comfort, and it just seems like Watkins is just not in sync here. They're just kind of, they don't seem uh, fully focused here, you know, since this game's gotten out of hand, and, you know, well, you have to see, I mean, you get the ball to start the second half, you go down the field, you score real quick, you put together a string, a couple, you know, 
uh, string of defensive stops, which your team is more than capable of doing. Um, you know, I feel like their defense is extremely, extremely talented. They're right there on Greenville's level. So, I mean, they could ha they could put up a 20 nothing half themselves, but they are going to have to get their heads right here at halftime. And they will hand it off to John Apple, who will get up to about the 45-yard line, and that's how this first half will come to an end. Checking on a Granville player who was hit, but he's able to get up and will head over to the sidelines. Don't want an injury already of what we've seen so far tonight. So we come to halftime here at Watkins Memorial. All Granville, the Blue Aces, leads the Warriors by a score of 28 to nothing. We'll recap this first half after this timeout as you're listening to the high school football game of the week on Kate 98.7. McGuire's Distinctive Trucks has been your trusted truck accessories supplier for years. And now they've got Patriot Spray and Liner, the newest technology for your truck bed. Get wear, tear, and corrosion protection with the best spray-in bed liners, backed by Patriot's nationwide warranty. McGuire's Distinctive Trucks installers will ensure a uniform application that will protect your truck from everything you throw at it. Plus, it looks great, and it can be installed quickly. Patriot Liners and McGuire's Distinctive Trucks in Carroll, your truck part. Licking Memorial Health System's mission to improve the health of the community extends above and beyond providing quality health care services to Licking County residents. We value service and philanthropy and support local organizations that uplift and strengthen the entire community. LMHS is committed to supporting community benefits in arts and culture, housing and economic improvement, youth activities, social service organizations, higher education, and community service. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week, brought to you by Licking Memorial Health Systems on Kate 98.7. Do you come home to find your trash thrown all over the ground, driveway, or yard? Or are you just tired of paying too much just to get rid of your trash? Call Shackleford's Disposal today, offering a weekly residential trash service at honest and fair pricing. Shackleford's also offers commercial and dumpster services for your weekend and construction projects. So call Shackleford's Disposal at 740-366-0001, where you get the real deal. Hi there, it's Haley from Mike's Roofing, and we're having a vinyl siding sale. Get the best price of the year now. Call me at 740-763-2867, and I'll send out my Uncle Nicky to give you a free estimate. Then I'll send my dad and my brother over to complete the job. We use Provia Siding bought locally at MRV. You don't want to miss out. The vinyl siding sale, I'll be waiting for your call. 740-763-2867. And don't forget, we do roofs too. Text mikesroofing.net. Really, Dad? You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Lashley Tractor Sales on Kate 98.7. We are back at Watkins Memorial. Halftime. The Warriors trail the Granville Blue Aces by a score of 28 to nothing. Granville got the ball to start this ball game and quickly established themselves on a 14-play, 67-yard drive, capped off by a one-yard touchdown run by quarterback Beckett Long, extra point good. That made it seven to nothing. And then Dante Verasso decided to join the party. Verasso 
getting a 46-yard touchdown pass from Long. Extra point made it 14-0. Then a pick-six interception as well, taking it to the house from about 75 yards out. 21-0. Watkins leads it. And then another touchdown pass by Beckett Long of 12 yards to Noah Music, the running back, wide open in the end zone. And Noah adds the extra point. And it's 28-0. And... Watkins in a little bit of disarray, and Granville just executing like we know they're capable of doing it, and they just seem to do it in the biggest games. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, you have back-to-back Valley and Watkins, and they're just stepping up to the plate and nailing it. Yeah, they have, I mean, yeah, these the past two weeks, really, since the second half of that game last week, it has been domination uh, by Granville. This is, I mean, I don't want to compare the team to the how it looked in the from that state uh, semi team, but they look, I mean, to me, just as dominant, well, not more dominant, um, especially too, just against the quality of uh, opponents, because these are good teams that they're playing against. Watkins Memorial is a very talented team, as well as Looking Valley. That, well, you know, Looking Valley, they started um, slow. To start the season, but then they, I, I believe they're one of just the most, you know, uh, close continuity teams that we've seen so far this year. They may not have the most talent on the field, but they have a lot of chemistry and they're just extremely well coached. But um, and Granville is able to take care of them. And what happened so far here at night? Watkins came out slow and they made some big mistakes. And you can't do that against how good Granville is, right? Uh, last week, Looking Valley, who beat this Watkins Memorial team. They they did everything right and they were only tied at halftime against Granville yes. right it's a and there were some missed field goals too that occurred for Granville as well um, and it, it was tied um, so and that's with uh, you know they gave them their best shot and they just weren't able to sustain that for two halves of play um, and it's hard to against this Granville team you know. Um, and, you know, the penalties helping out that um, opening drive that um, eventually went for a touchdown for the Blue Aces. And then they're down 14-0, the pick six. Um, and then, you know, you, you're down 21-0, trying to get a touchdown before halftime. You know, chance to double dip, you know, score and then get the ball to start the second half. Then a drop um, on just a nice throw. Re- receiver opened right across the middle. It would have been more than enough for the first down. Um, just... Some mistakes you cannot make against a team that's as good as Granville this season. And, um, you know, you're down 28 nothing at halftime, and this is the most points that this Watkins defense has given up so far this year. Um, their previous was 24 against Sheridan, who is also another very, very good team. Um, but it took them in four quarters. It took Sheridan four quarters to put that on Watkins, and it's just been one half. And... Granville put 28 up in one half and likely won't stop there. So, um, Watkins does receive the second half kickoff, but it is looking very slim and tough for them to make a comeback here. You know, towards the end of that half, you know, I just kind of seem, you know, the players just kind of didn't seem quite into it, didn't seem quite as focused as they were, you know, um, on the opening kickoff. So just maybe try to get them psyched up here because, I mean, you you have a great defense as well, right? This is a defense that. It's basically, I mean, stat-wise, quite identical to Granville. You know, like I said, they've given up actually one less point than the Granville defense has this year. Four shutouts as well. Your defense is capable of shutting out Granville in the second half. Um, It's just up to the offense here to just try to get together, put a complete drive together, and try to avoid some penalties here. They've got a lot to do to try to get back into this football game 
And once Granville seems to get you by the throat, they just don't let up. And I'm sure that's what's talked about here at halftime. We've had a great first half. Let's finish it. And usually Granville does. And for Watkins, it is gut check time. No question about it. You have an opportunity. Let's just see what this team is made of in the second half. Right now, though, it's Granville leading at the break 28 to nothing. Our halftime continues now with Skip Mozick with tonight in high school football from the Ohio News Network. From the Ohio News Network, this is the Ohio Education Association tonight in high school football. The best sports program in the country by the National Association of State Radio Networks. Tonight in high school football is presented by Bex Hybrids and by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. Now here's your host, Skip Mossick. Good evening everyone and welcome to tonight in high school football's halftime report. Week 10 always features some terrific and long-standing rivalry games. None bigger, though, than Saturday's matchup between Canton McKinley and Massillon. We'll chat about the rivalry with former McKinley Bulldog and longtime Ohio State basketball analyst Ron Stokes next on the Ohio News Network. Every farmer has their reason for why they do what they do. For Becks, it's faith, family, and farming. Since 1937, the Beck family and family of employees have been committed to honoring God and helping farmers succeed. Farming is full of extremes, and we face the challenges with hard work and steadfast determination. Delivering quality line of products backed by legendary customer service. We look forward to standing by your side, supporting you as you live out the life you were meant to live. Bex, when it comes to farming, we believe in something more. I'm Ohio Education Association President Scott DeMauro, and on behalf of the OEA's 120,000 members, we're proud to bring you tonight's game. Our members are the public school educators who coach your kids on and off the field because we believe in the potential of every student and their right to a high-quality public education, no exceptions. That's why we will continue to speak in one voice to demand the supports and resources our public schools need because public education matters. Stop into the toy store and upgrade your ride with epic savings on Polaris ATVs and side-by-sides. This is Jeff Ward, and now, through October 31st, you can save on select Polaris Razor, Ranger, Sportsman, and General models. With rebates up to $3,000 and financing options as low as 1.49% APR for qualified buyers. Explore the impressive Polaris lineup during our Upgrade Your Ride sales event at the toy store, Polaris. Think outside. Terms and conditions apply. Not all the qualified financing rates. See dealer for details. Driver must be at least 16 years old without Hi, this is Adam Reed with the Licking County Veterans Service Commission. Did you serve in the U.S. military? If so, please contact our office. We can provide information and assist you with filing for local, state, and federal veterans benefits, including compensation, non-service-related disability pensions, surviving spouse benefits, health care enrollment, education, emergency financial assistance, and much more. Call 740-670-5430 to schedule an appointment. We are located at 935 Buckeye Avenue in Newark. Listening to the high school football game of the week, brought to you by KSEP's Auto Body and Service Center on Kate 98.7. This is tonight in high school football on the Ohio News Network. Once again, here's Skip Mossick. We are presented by Bex Hybrids at Bex. They are and will remain farmers at hearts. And welcome back, everyone. Halftime of your game. Saturday, it's one of the great high school rivalries in the state with Canton McKinley and Maslin. We're joined for a few minutes by former McKinley Bulldog, former Ohio State basketball captain Ron Stokes, and Ronnie McKinley coach Antonio Hall 
told us in our pregame that this is the best high school rivalry in the nation. You grew up in it. What's this week and game day like? And I guess what makes it so special? Yeah, it, it is special. And, you know, I had the privilege of uh, being part of it as a, a bulldog. And then naturally when I went to Ohio State, uh, was able to experience something similar to that, but at another level with Ohio State and Michigan. So it's an incredible week. You know, Skip, we all know what makes a great rival is that there's great competition and every other year the other team's winning. But unfortunately for, for the Bulldogs, Maslin has been dominating this rivalry yeah. here in the last uh, last decade or so. Ron, like other local rivalries, do the kids all know one another and are they friends outside of the competition? Yeah, they are. I mean, obviously the, the world of sports has changed so much in terms of kids transferring and so forth. That really didn't happen back in the 80s when I played. And you knew the guys uh, you knew that they were they were from Maslin. They went to Maslin. Uh, you got to know them a little bit over the summer, and and it became a big time um, big deal to beat them because you talked about it in the summer. You were looking forward, and you knew that date on the calendar. Uh, it's a lot of excitement in the hallways. Well, we know you obviously played basketball. Did the rivalry transcend to other sports? No, you know not, it didn't in basketball because you know we kind of dominated that, and we were fortunate enough we we're Maslin really wasn't much of a matchup for us. No disrespect, but it wasn't like the football. Yeah, we looked at the, 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 the school. We saw it on the schedule, but from, from a basketball standpoint, Skip, it's not the same. You know, in football, you have the luxury. You play the same day pretty much every weekend, and you can fear for the game. In basketball, the games and times all change, so it's kind of hard to kind of market on your schedule every year that you're going to play that opponent. You know, Ron, I always love to hear this story. While you never played football, there was no doubt what kind of an athlete you were. Tell us about the phone call you received when you finished playing hoops at Ohio State from a certain NFL team and a pretty famous coach. Yeah, I'm here. I uh, had a tryout with the New York Knicks, and I was preparing for that. I was excited about the op- opportunity to go, and then out of nowhere, I get this phone call talking about the NFL, and I'm, I'm I got this guy on the other line talking about that he he saw me as an athlete at Ohio State. He wanted me to travel over to Pittsburgh for a, a workout, and I thought it was a practical joke, Skip, at, at when I first got the call. But then he said, "Hey, I said, what's your name anyway?" He said, "This is Tony Dungy," and so at the time he was the defensive back coach, and obviously, we, as to your point. We know what kind of career he had as a head coach. So uh, uh, I, di- I told him that I, I wasn't going to go. I had no desire to play football. And I, I wish I would have gone because I would have had a great opportunity to meet him because he's an incredible human being. Longtime radio analyst for Ohio State basketball. Believe it or not, we have an exhibition game Sunday and a pretty big deal as Ohio State will be at Dayton. You know, the season ended on such an upswing for Ohio State after a really rough January and February, Ron. What can fans realistically expect from Ohio State this season? Yeah, I think the biggest thing, Skip, is consistency. Clearly, when you're relying on young people to be your go-to guys, coaches are always concerned about that. And every every now and then, you'll get that special freshman like a Greg Oden, a D'Angelo Russell that plays consistently throughout the entire year. But more times than not, when you have freshmen, you're, you're going to have those ebbs and flows. And I thought a good portion of the freshmen hit a really, really tough spot during the time frame in January and February, and that led to a lot of disappointing losses, a lot of close games. But I think this year, 
those freshmen turn into sophomores, sophomores turn into juniors. So I think we'll have more consistency from the team this year. And this first game, I know it's an exhibition game, but you're going against Dayton, uh, definitely a, a credible program. Uh, the, it's on the road. We're going to learn a lot about this Ohio State team, even though it's an exhibition game. Former Buckeye captain, former McKinley Bulldog, Ron Stokes, thanks for hopping on, talking a little masculine McKinley rivalry tonight, okay? Anytime, Skip. Thank you, and go Bucks, go Bulldogs. And we'll be back on the Ohio News Network. Bex recognizes this week's player with heart, Gabriel Blissenbach from Southern Local High School for his commitment and passion on the field and within the farming community. Everything any high school boy could ask for being on the football team, that's for sure. The thrills, you know, the crowd at night. Um, there's nothing like playing with all your, your great high school buddies every Friday night uh, and the bond you build with them. Gabriel's love for football is matched by his commitment to his community. Like his Eagle Scout project, where he built a 2,400-square-foot park and picnic area. Definitely a lot of hours to get that done, for sure, but it turned out amazing. Um, it's attraction, and it definitely cleaned up the area. That dedication shows through in his work at the farm. Agriculture has always been something really special to me. It's always been huge. It's in every aspect of my life. You know, I get to do all kinds of things. I get to mow the hay. I get to rake the hay. I get to bale the hay. At Bex, we are and will remain farmers at heart. Everyone's always on a time crunch. Whether you're pushing your team to the end zone to score or pushing to finish the construction job for the customer so you don't have time to get lighting materials. Get the lighting and electrical supplies you need when you need them, even in job lot quantities at Linden Lighting and Supply, 200 West Monroe Street in Zanesville. LindenLighting.com. Get what you need. Get it fast. Get back to work. Good luck to all area teams this year. The versatile Kubota B-Series is a do-it-all tractor. Run powerful attachments that can be easily switched out. It features a hydrostatic transmission and is simple to maintain. The Kubota B-Series, rated number one in durability and owner experience. Talk to your local Kubota dealer today to schedule a demo. Visit Lashley Tractor Sales in Sainsville or online at LashleyTractor.com. Listening to the high school football game of the week, brought to you by Mike's Roofing on Kate ninety eight point seven. This, this is ONN. Our thanks again to Ron Stokes for joining us tonight. Enjoy the second half of your ball game. I'm Skip Mossick on the Ohio News Network. This has been the Ohio Education Association tonight in high school football. Presented by Bex Hybrids and by Ohio for Responsible Gambling from the Ohio News Network. Is your job going places? Mine is, and I'm taking people with me. Hi, I'm Kim, a bus operator for Licking County Transit. We make a difference in people's lives, transporting them in and around Licking and surrounding counties. We have flexible schedules, competitive wages, and great health benefits. Join our team at Licking County Transit. No CDL required. Call 740-670-5150. 740-670-5150. Equal Opportunity Employer. Hey, this is Chris from KSEPS Auto Body. With our company, you'll probably see our logo attached to a lot of sporting events or community functions and things like that. And the purpose for that is KSEPS really believes in community involvement. We can't do this on our own. We are really relying on having a good, strong community, both in Granville and Johnstown. 
It's super important to us. It's part of our core values. And that was instilled at an early age. We've always done that. KSEPS Auto Body in Granville, Johnstown, and online at k And a short two. And this time music is hit behind the backfield and will lose a couple of yards and it will make it a third down and about four. And that will do it for third quarter action here at Watkins. Blue Aces will take a 22-point lead to quarter number four up 28-6 as you're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week on Kate 98.7. Coaches often explain a loss by saying their players failed to protect the quarterback. 46! <laughs> Protecting your assets is important in life as it is in football. I'm Brett Boyer from Boyer Insurance, and our team is here to provide the coverage for your life's fumbles. <laughs> so if your zone gets flooded or an employee injures their backfield, you can recover. Stay on the ball with the help of our team at Boyer Insurance in Zanesville and Coshocton and online at BoyerINS.com. At Lincoln Memorial Health Systems, our mission is to improve the health of the community. Our facilities utilize state-of-the-art technology that surpasses the standard for community hospitals to provide excellent health care for Licking County residents. Our health care technology features surgical robotics, advanced patient monitoring systems, cutting-edge imaging, and more to enhance patient outcomes, recovery, and safety. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week, brought to you by KSEP's Auto Body and Service Center on Kate 98.7. Twelve minutes remains in the 2023 regular season in high school football. Hard to believe we started back in August and just a quarter to go before postseason play begins. Granville leading Watkins Memorial 28-6. to here in Pataskala, Brian Mays, Garawanda with you here on Kate 98.7. A couple other games of note. Heath now running away from Johnstown, 47-14. And Licking Valley has taken a 16-6 lead over Licking Heights. That game in the second half as well. Here, Granville faces a third and four from Watkins' 35-yard line. Long, he will give it off to Muzak, who... Just keeps pushing forward and will be very close to getting a first down. I think he's got enough. Dante agrees with me. (laughs) And we'll wait for the official signal from the referee. They're looking real hard at it. And the second measurement of the evening. Look at that. We've never had two in a game this year. No way. Well, especially just... In a game that's, you know, three possessions, <laughs> they would usually don't typically bring it out. Um, eh, gotta like the, uh, oh, they're gonna say for they didn't, they just kinda <laughs> said, alright, we'll just maybe take a closer look at it, so. Oh, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. First down, Granville. It looked like he did have enough. Yeah. I think it's the right call. So the Blue Aces will keep this drive going. Clock starts back up. 28-6, Blue Aces lead it, taking their sweet time as they should. Again, going for their second undefeated season in the last three years. Coach Raider has done a great job here in Granville. And he was replacing a very successful coach coming in 
as Lawn takes it on this first down. Gets to the 30. Justin Buttermore, who was doing a great job, led Granville to the playoffs, got their playoff victories, moves on to Upper Arlington. You're always wondering how that transition going to work. It's worked quite nicely. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. I mean, and to come in in that COVID year, right. I mean, that's, that's real tough. And he has done a tremendous job, got Coach of the Year in the state semifinal run, and he's really got it going right now. And I think he said in the pregame, you know, just talking about the coaches work hard, the players understand when we push them what we're trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Everybody just seems to be on the same page. You know, when you're winning football games, it makes it all easier, right? It's yep. for the players to buy in. So they, they, their hard work's getting rewarded with wins. Lawn keeps it right now, and he will go along the right side. And, again, he's got deceptive speed, wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got, the, he's got the strength and the power, but very deceptive speed as well. About a four-yard pickup there. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, you look at Long, you say he's listed about 6'1". He's one of the taller guys out there, so you're like, and he plays quarterback, so you're like, oh, maybe, you know, can't move that fast. But, I mean, yeah, he's one of the faster uh, players on this offense. I mean, when you see him, he hasn't broken off a huge run tonight, but lots of runs good for about, you know, uh, five, six yards, you know, picking up some big uh, third down runs here, too. Third down and four from the Warrior 25-yard line. Long gets the snap. He will keep it and puts his head down and gets tackled. This time, I think, a little short of the marker. It's on the right hash on the far side from us, so we'll have to wait and see what the officials say. And they will stop play. (laughs) And again, are we just going to look? Are we going to measure? What are we going to do here? Uh, Well, they lost... Well, it... Seems like Long lost the ball, but they're not, maybe they're going to talk about it. Say if they if he was down before he lost the ball or not. We could, uh, we didn't get the best view because the play's going on the far side of the field, and he kind of went down towards that way. So it's either going to be fourth one, fourth and one coming up, or it'll be Watkins' ball. Well, the officials have stopped play. Both teams have gone to their respective huddles. Three timeout. It sure looks like <laughs> it to me. With 9.27 in this fourth quarter, it's absolutely a... Unless they didn't signal maybe Granville timeout here. That's what I got. I assume. I mean, I don't know why they're... They never signaled. But, yeah, we'll, we'll go with it. So, it looks like it's fourth and short. Fourth and one. Yep. And I guess their timeout was called. Even though you're here in the box, you know, yeah. they're just nobody called a timeout. Well, somebody did. So we'll just have to wait and see. I gotta assume it was uh I gotta assume it was Granville here, you know, just talking about what they want to do here, if they wanna go for a field goal try, you know, see if music can get back on track. You know, a little confidence field goal before heading to the postseason or just try to extend this drive, bleed even more time off the clock, go for that killing blow. So right now, postseason for LCL teams and Newark. Wildcats look to be in in Division One. Watkins in in Division Two. Granville Division Three, all good. Looking Valley in Division Four, Division Five. Heath is in, and Utica winning handily tonight. They look to be in as well. Division Six, Northridge was 16th coming in tonight, but they're losing 
game is closer now to Newark Catholic, 22 to 13. So if Northridge loses, doubt they will be able to hold on to the 16th spot in Division 6, Region 23. So that's what it looks like postseason play right now. And I would say right now Granville looks good to host. Valley looks good to host with both wins. Heath is the wild card right now. So we could potentially have three teams hosting playoff games next week and the rest of the group will probably be on the road. But for teams like Utica and Newark that have not sniffed the postseason in quite some time, they're just thrilled to be playing in Week 11. Make no mistake about it. Uh, though Utica probably feels, hey, we got a shot. Seven and three. Yeah. With, you know, played Heath very close, only uh-huh. lost by a touchdown, lost a heartbreaker to Johnstown in a very close game. And first game of the year, they, they just didn't work out for whatever reason. They only had a kickoff return for a touchdown. But since then, the offense has been rolling, the defense has been clicking. So you never know. You just want to get in. Right. And then all bets are off in the postseason. Yeah, absolutely. Whatever team gets hot. In the postseason, yeah, chance. I think the timeout actually. I'm seeing down here. It's for an injured player here for Watkins on the sideline. Okay. I think All that's right. what the uh, timeouts for because yeah, it's too long for yep. uh, a standard timeout. Yep. So another injury, unfortunately. Okay. Yep, unfortunately that is the case. And again, they have the player shielded at the moment. So we will take a timeout here with 9:27. Fourth quarter, 28-6, to six, Granville leads it. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week on Kate 98.7. Your college experience should be built just for you, supporting everything you value most. That's why Ohio University delivers the high-quality education we're known for right here on our Zanesville campus. Whether you're a full-time student or working full-time, Ohio's affordable, flexible degrees are always in demand in our community and can take you anywhere. Earn a degree in your own backyard on your own terms and move your career and your community forever forward. Learn more at ohio.edu slash Zanesville. 60 years of getting the job done right. 60 years of satisfied customers at their homes and businesses. Houston Plumbing and Heating, your York professional contractor, is celebrating 60 years in business. Since 1963, our family has been keeping your family safe and comfortable. Call us at 740-763-3961, where for 60 years and counting, one call does it all. Ohio license number 25394. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week, brought to you by Mike's Roofing on Kate 98.7. Well, unfortunately, we have another somber situation here at Watkins Memorial. We have a player that's been uh, apparently severely injured. The squad is coming uh, back to the stadium here. And, uh, again, we apologize. We don't have the information of who the... uh, player is at the moment but uh, both teams are down on one knee and a lot of Watkins players are consoling each other right now so uh, unfortunately this is the second serious injury that we've had here tonight and we have medics on the scene working with the with the player right now and we're waiting for the squad to get here and be in position and they do have the stretcher out here again. So, just absolutely hate to see this mm-hmm. and have it for the second time this evening. 
is just beyond unfortunate. Yeah. And it, I, it didn't happen on the field initially is what it looked like no. because um, I thought I saw some um, the player laying on the sideline a few minutes uh, b- before, you know, they stopped play. And I think, yeah, it just must have been something maybe when he got got off the field finally realized what, you know, was truly wrong with him. But, yeah, hopefully everything's all right. Um, but, yeah, medics are coming on. And, but, yeah, he's, he's shielded right now. So they're trying to obviously take care of him and make sure they are as stable as can be before they put him up on the stretcher. And it's just a... You don't like hearing stadiums as quiet as this one is right now. Really not much more to say about it. But again, he's having excellent tear down there. They are being as precautious and, and safe as they can be. And unfortunately, this is not the first time that this has happened to Watkins this year. They had a situation over when they played at Brook, West Virginia, where Damari Long had to be taken to the hospital, and he ended up being okay. And then a player from Brook then had to go to the hospital right near the end of the game, so they decided to call it with a few seconds remaining. So this Warrior team has had to deal with this, unfortunately, a couple times in this season. Players and and actually uh, some parents are down there giving hugs to each other and and getting ready, looks like, to move the injured player to the stretcher. And they are lifting him up now. And we apologize that we just don't have any more additional information for you at this moment. We have nine minutes and 27 seconds here in the fourth quarter. And the paramedics are getting him ready. Squad is here on standby just outside the gates of the stadium. And so he is getting his thumbs up to the crowd. And can you maybe just go ask and see if we know who that might be? And we're going to check on that. Okay. So we've just gotten... Okay, we, we don't have it. We don't have it confirmed, so we are not going to say anything at the moment. We're not going to speculate on who it was. We're working here in the press box to see who it might be, but we're not going to speculate and potentially give out the wrong information. So apologize, but we're not going to do that until we, we find out. But he, the uh, player is being transported over to the, to the squad and will be taken to local hospital and be taken care of. So there's been a little delay. Okay. 
So appreciate the work up here in the box. And the uh, individual player is Mertz Russell. Is that who you've got? Yeah, uh, Russell Mertz. Russell Mertz. Okay. So Russell Mertz is the player that was injured. And, again, uh, did give the thumbs up to the crowd when they're leaving. So uh, a lot of precautions just making sure. But he, mm-hmm. he, he, again, was alert and was able to signal to everybody that all was good. So, again, thoughts thoughts for him and his, his family tonight. So both teams having a little warm-up here. Well, this is tough. This is tough for the players, for the coaches, for the fans, for everybody involved. You just really, really don't want to see that, especially at the end of a you know a grueling 10-week season right. and to have that twice tonight yeah. on both sides. Mm. Yeah, it just kind of takes all the energy out of the stadium and yep. you can feel it. It takes energy out of us. It takes energy out of the players, you know, because yeah, you're playing a game, everyone's having a good time all of a sudden, you know, someone could be seriously injured and it just puts it just yeah just changes the mood of everybody here so they allowed the players to warm up a little bit in each end zone and we will continue action here with nine minutes and 27 seconds fourth quarter granville leads at 28 to 6 and we'll just you've got to you know somehow move on from it because you, you know when you take the playoff, that's when something else can happen. So you got to stay focused. So when we get back to live action, it'll be fourth and one Granville at the Watkins 22-yard line. Clock starts. Beckett will keep it on fourth and one and will slide just enough for the first down and will get to the 20-yard line. So quarterback keep and... Lawn, who's been busy tonight running the football, does it once again. Yeah, he picks up uh, his second fourth down conversion on the ground here tonight. Extends the drive, and I mean that red, that that conversion I feel like really seals this one up. Now you can basically chalk this one up, I think, for Granville here as they'll likely prove likely improve to ten and zero, another undefeated season, another impressive team that we've seen, and Watkins will. Drop their third game of the season. First and ten, Granville at the 20. And Long again in no hurry as he should be, up 28-6. to six As we get to midway of this fourth quarter. Long gets the snap here, and he will keep it. And gets a couple of yards to about the 18. And uh, if you're Watkins Memorial, you're probably like, well, you know, you'd like to host, you'd like to to host a uh, home playoff game, but all three of their losses now, if Granville's able to hold on, have come here at home. Mm. So I mean, they made a little bit of a silver lining there for the Warriors as they'll have to go on the road for their first playoff game next week. All three with tough. Mm-hmm. Tough games here is Sheridan, Lucking Valley, and Granville, cream of the crop. Yep. And here's the handoff to Music, and he will get to the line of scrimmage and then able to push forward for about a yard, so it'll be a third down and about seven. And Granville with the win. 
should move into the top four in Division Three, Region 11. So if they win in Week 11, they would get to host in Week 12. So while home field may have not been beneficial for Watkins, it's right. been very beneficial <laughs> for Granville over the last several years. Yeah, they're going to be excited to yeah, have back-to-back home playoff games. Seven minutes remain, fourth quarter. Third down, long to throw, looking, firing, and flight on the play. I think he still caught it. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Messner with another great catch over the middle. That's worked a couple times. He got interfered with, but it didn't stop him from making the catch. And it'll be a first and goal from the five for the Blue Aces. Now trying to, you know, they're up 28-0 halftime, so they haven't scored yet here in the second half. So you don't want to get shut out here in the second half, even though you don't necessarily need to put points on the board. So I'm sure, you know, just trying to keep that. Uh, offensive unit in sync with momentum heading into the postseason. You'll punch this one in the end zone and, you know, continue just, you know, close out what's been a extremely impressive performance and statement here made tonight. Might have a little trick action going on here. And it worked. <laughs> As... Watkins jumped the gun. It'll be offsides. Half the distance will make it closer to the goal line for Granville. Unless. Oh, backfire. Wow. I. That's interesting. They're going to call it as a legal motion against Granville. I didn't see it. I did not see it. Well, Granville, huh. now they know. They can't do that, <laughs> I guess. I'm not sure what they did. I don't know. I didn't see any. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe legal for me. I don't know. Yeah. Broncos are good at that. First and goal from the 10-yard line. Long waiting for the snap here as we come up on 6-15 fourth quarter. He will keep it. And this time, the no, he breaks a couple tackles and gets inside the 10. I thought he was going to be wrapped up at the line, but, again, he's elusive enough to get a couple of yards and make it second and goal. Yeah, and he's a... A little bit of a power runner, too, just for a quarterback, especially, you know, uh, breaking some tackles. You know, he fights off some tacklers. If it's just, you know, if you're coming up with just a weak arm tackle, he's going to shake that off and break that tackle uh, nine times out of ten. All right, so let me be Mr. Pessimistic here. He is not shy about taking on tacklers. He's a very physical quarterback. You know, we've seen it tonight. Any concern moving forward that your, your star quarterback... Maybe he's taking too much hits to the postseason. Because you know mm-hmm. you're going to see good defenses that will be attacking. So I know you've lost one of your key running backs. What do you think? I mean, at this point in the game, you don't need him taking unnecessary hits, right? But, yeah, that and at the same time, you don't want to play cautiously and let that affect your game plan going forward, though. You know, I think yeah. tonight... I mean, they're going to do what they're going to do, right? But um, they are. They are. Um, they're not going to let you know the risk of injury affect their play calling here. I think. I think they want to get this one in the end zone. I, I think they do, and they and they're doing a good job of taking a ton of time off the clock while doing that. You know, just so you know, they're able to put up some points here in the first half or in the second half. 
So second and goal after the timeout called by Watkins on defense. We're back to live action. 5.58 remains fourth quarter. Long will keep it. He'll roll right and is tackled behind the line of scrimmage. And it'll make it third and goal from just inside the 10. And he's hobbling. Well, now you definitely don't run this one anymore. Well, we saw uh, that when uh, Carson Crouch, they went for a two-point conversion that first round of the playoffs. That they de- necessarily didn't need, and that's when his season and his career in a Granville uniform ended. So he's waiting for the play call here. Third and goal. He's a tough kid, no question about it. See what they do here on third and goal. Long. This time he'll hand it off, and Music will get to the five-yard line and make it fourth and goal from there. And Watkins will call a timeout with five minutes to go in this fourth quarter. Congratulations to the Heath Bulldogs. They are LCL Cardinal champs, defeating Johnstown tonight by a final of 54 221. So now they play the waiting game to see if they will be able to host a first round playoff game. Also, congrats to Utica, moving to 7 and 3 with a 35 nothing victory over the Lakewood Lancers tonight. Other final we have, why not mention it? My Logan Chieftains victorious tonight <laughs> over Zanesville by a final of 33 to nothing. So oh, nice they got win. your pep talk. Their pep talk works for him, huh? Well. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe <laughs> something happened. But, yeah, congratulations. They get their third victory on the season. And Lancaster outscoring Newark right now in the second half, 48-34 in that ballgame. So the Gales trying to get to 5-5. Five and five. And for Newark, that would be eighth consecutive loss after starting 2-0. and Wow. Yeah, it was... It was looking very promising at the start of the season. You know, and then the... Uh, like uh, that Thomas Worthington game, you had that game basically in the palm of your hand there. 15 seconds up by a touchdown, having to go 70 yards, sorry, 75, 70 yards, and just couldn't make a stop when you needed it most. 20-yard field goal attempt here for Granville. Snap down, kick on the way by Noah. It's up, and he got it. Line drives it through with 4.56 remaining fourth quarter. 31-6, Granville leads it. Back after this timeout on the high school football game of the week on Kate 98.7. This is the last year I'm cleaning out these fucking gutters. Sheila sees this ladder balanced on top of the trash cans, and I'll never hear the end of... Uh-oh. Skip the gutters and head straight to the ER. Not that ER. ER as an equipment rental. Weekend Warrior Equipment Rental. They've got everything you need to do your next job safely. Weekend Warrior Equipment Rental. State Route 13, Thornville. 60 years of getting the job done right. 60 years of satisfied customers at their homes and businesses. Houston Plumbing and Heating, your York professional contractor, is celebrating 60 years in business. Since 1963, our family has been keeping your family safe and comfortable. Call us at 740-763-3961, where for 60 years and counting, one call does it all. Ohio license number 25394. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week, brought to you by Houston Plumbing and Heating on Case 98.7. 
back here at Watkins. 31-6. Granville leading the Warriors. Looking to capture the LCL Buckeye for the third consecutive year. This time sharing it with nobody as they did two years ago. And kickoff will sail and go into the end zone for a touchback. All right. There's a big game in Columbus tomorrow between your Buckeyes and the Nittany Lions. What do you think? Well, obviously, Ohio State's going to win. Obviously. You can't pick obviously. against them, right? Uh, it'll be tough. Like, that Penn State defense is no joke. Ohio um, State's defense is no joke either. Um, if I had to give you a final score, I'd you go... You do. You do have to give me I'll a final go, score. I'll uh, go 27-17 Buckeyes. I could see that. Mm-hmm. I could see that. I think, you know, it depends on the running backs, who's going to be in there, yeah. and they have to stay with the running game because I think they're going to shut down Harrison or try to to start the game and say, beat us another way. And I know Purdue may have tried to do that. I don't know. They <laughs> failed, but Harrison had a big game, but that's Purdue's defense, and you're going to see a better defense. So I, I hope that it, there's been a couple of occasions where they've abandoned the run, I think, too quick. And yeah. I think they have to stay with it just to keep that Penn State defense honest. So I really can't go against your score. I like that, 27-17. Yeah. We'll go with it. Pass caught by Kirk from Samson, and it'll be a first down for Watkins up to the 42-43 yard line. And I like the fact that I know some people aren't happy about the noon kick, but I think that favors the home team. Um, I think you can get more prepared and more ready. Yeah, yeah it probably should be a 3:30 game. Yeah, but uh, I, I think that favors when we're at home. If it's an early kick, I, I like us in that matchup. Yeah, I, I would have preferred 3:30, um, but I I don't like night games uh, at the shoe. I always feel, feel like Ohio State loses for some reason when it's a night game. And so, yeah. Well, it's past my bedtime. I don't know <laughs> if we win or lose, but it, it's tough for this old man. I love 3.30, but it'll be a good one. It'll be a good mm-hmm. one, and it'll be right here on Kate 98.7 tomorrow. So tune in, and hopefully the Buckeyes get a huge, huge victory against James Franklin and the Nittany Lions. I think Franklin's like 1-6. It's It's... Yeah. He's only gotten the win yeah. off that blocked kick. Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> we've we've had his number, and hopefully it will continue. Second down and 10 for Watkins after an incomplete pass at the 40-yard line. Samsel rolling to his left, looking, looking. A lot of pressure, and he'll just have to throw it away. Incomplete. Good catch by the assistant coach there. <laughs> Good yeah. hands. Third down now coming up for Watkins. Yeah, at this point for Watkins, it's just... You know, try to get some some things to feel good about yourself uh, heading into the postseason. You know, the season isn't over. You played a Granville team that is just really, really good. I mean, from what I've seen, I think they have the potential to make another deep run, similar to what they did uh, um, two years ago, um, you know, pending any major injuries that happened. So, um, yeah, for Watkins, you're still, this is still a very, very talented team. It just things did not go their way here tonight. Uh, and um, just need to try to build some momentum. It just seems like you know they just kind of were out of sync when they got down like 21 nothing. Just a little bit of a uh, loss of focus there on that walking sideline. And it would be nice maybe if they could put maybe try to looks like you know fourth down coming up. They may punt or maybe go for it. But to put the ball in the end zone here one more time and 
Um, just get some confidence in that offense and in Samsel. Well, if you're going to look at maybe one play, I guess it would be the pick six. Mm -hmm. You had the chance to get it to a one-score deficit right there and just not able to do it. And that kind of did shut the door. It's fourth down. Samsel is looking long, but that pass will fall incomplete at about the 10-yard line. And there were three Granville defenders right there. So it falls incomplete. Turnover on downs, and Granville will... Get the ball back with 4.09 remaining in this fourth quarter, and the Blue Aces up 31-6. to Yeah, uh, I'd say besides that pick six, because um, they were driving down the field. They are in Granville territory. It was about third and four. It was just kind of a broken play. It was what it looked like. I don't know if it was like a fake screen. That's what it looked like initially. But besides that pick six, I feel like the play that really uh, – shift this game too is that um, just the drop pass right before halftime. Yeah, yep. you, you know, they're down they're still down twenty one but at that point you know they're driving down the field, probably not gonna give the ball back to Granville with much time left, and then you get the ball to start the second half. So you have a chance to make it a fourteen point game before halftime and then you get the ball, you know, to start the second half here at home, chance to make it a one possession game and then it was a good pass, good route. It just was drops and you just cannot, you know, those play, you can't make those mistakes um, when you're playing a team like Granville. Music gets the handoff on first and ten, gets four yards, second and six from the Watkins 38 as we come up on three minutes and 38 seconds to go. Looking Valley victorious tonight over Looking Heights, so they conclude the regular season seven and three. And we'll head to the postseason looking good for a home game next week. Congratulations to the Panthers. Five and six last year. Mm-hmm. Turn around to seven and three. And we'll have them on our Licking County Locker Room show this coming Monday at 6.30 live from Ship Brothers Brewing in downtown Newark. Hopefully you can join us. Third down and two after another three-yard pickup there from Music with... The ball now at Watkins' 33-yard line, 2 minutes and 50 seconds to go. And Granville still not getting a lot of respect from across the state. AP poll still does not have them in the top 10, despite having an undefeated regular season. And here's a handoff getting the first down inside the 28-yard line. Checking to see who just came in the ball game there for Granville. That would be Caden Rosenthal, who had a big sack earlier tonight. Now he gets a run of four yards for a first down and keeps the drive alive here for the Blue Aces. Just looking to run the clock out here. Taking their time here. And looks like it is victory formation at the two-minute mark. And Lawn will go down to one knee. So Granville, and we should say the 10-0 mark, the three years ago they had the game canceled at Licking Heights. And Licking Heights, that game was canceled, so they went 9-0 in the regular season and then made the run in the playoffs. So... This 10-0 mark, very impressive mm-hmm. here for the Granville Blue Aces. Watkins uses their final timeout with a minute 50 to go. 
But 32 wins in the last three years. And you talked about their playoff run at home in the uh, state semis. They got the win at home. They won the first game last year on the uh, Walter J. Hodges field before going to Jackson and losing to the Ironmen. So they've had some good success at home. And this was a program... Oh, before your time, several years ago, that they would make the postseason and just couldn't get over the hump. Well, that's now been put to bed, and now they expect to win games in the playoffs and make deep runs. And, again, depending on on your health, which is always the key when you get to Week 11, I don't see a lot of weaknesses, if any, with this team right now. Yeah. Um, they uh, – do you, like – yeah, I mean they they got athletes everywhere. Um, the the only weaknesses is just their injuries, right? Yeah. Um, that's what they can really point to. I mean, um, for the most part, you know, no music is really solid uh, for kicking the ball. So you got a great field goal kicker, you know, who's capable of probably hitting it 40 and in um, nine times out of ten. Uh, Beckett Long has come such a long way. Um, he has just progressed so much um, throwing and running the football and just his decision making just his football IQ overall um, he's become a really big leader for this um, this offense also he's a really solid defender we saw him make some plays last week um, against Valley so he uh, he makes his impact on both sides of the ball but specifically at quarterback it's come a very long way from that week one game and just continues to you know have these breakout games against really good uh, quality opponents, and especially this Watkins. I mean, this Watkins defense is probably the best defense that they faced all all year long, and they, um, you know, put in up 31. Um, I mean, seven of those was from uh, pick six, but still putting up 24. I mean, that is offensively as amazing. Then you got great weapons on the outside with uh, Verasso. I mean, he's going to be a big. Uh, key heading into the postseason and then of course your defense which is just the your bread and butter which has kept you in and you just leaned on them so much this year four shutouts held Watkins here to six points um is yeah this Greenville team I think is going to be a force to be reckoned with here in the postseason as long as they can stay healthy yeah Watkins had scored 67 points the last two games and a great play to get the touchdown tonight for the mm-hmm. six points in the third quarter. It was still well defended yep. by by two Granville players. So we are coming up on a minute remaining in this fourth quarter. Beckett takes the knee. Should have to do that one more time, and that should wrap it up. So a good, solid road victory for the Blue Aces. Easily their toughest road test of the season they had had Heath at home Valley at home Marion Franklin at home so it was good to see because again after a couple weeks if you're still playing you're going to go to neutral sites and this was a good barometer test you could say for for Granville on the road again especially with Kyle Kirby not going to be able to be with them and a couple more injuries but it did not derail them for one bit started this ball game with a Double-digit drive of 67 yards, and they are starting to celebrate, as they should, as they are the LCL Buckeye champions for the third consecutive year. Congratulations to Coach West Schrader and the Granville Blue Aces. 
a perfect 10-0 regular season, defeating Watkins Memorial by a final of 31-6. We'll recap this one after a timeout as you're listening to the high school football game of the week on Kate 98.7. No matter the season, there's always work to do. Husqvarna is always there to make the toughest jobs easier. Husqvarna has been the choice of professionals and homeowners alike for more than 332 years. Wright Brothers Power carries a full range of parts and accessories that add versatility, increase performance, and provide protection for your Husqvarna. For the full lineup of Husqvarna products and accessories, visit Wright Brothers Power at 625 West Church Street. Hey, this is Chris from KSEPS Auto Body. With our company, you'll probably see our logo attached to a lot of sporting events or community functions and things like that. And the purpose for that is KSEPS really believes in community involvement. We can't do this on our own. We are really relying on having a good, strong community, both in Granville and Johnstown. It's super important to us. It's part of our core values. And that was instilled at an early age. We've always done that. KSEPS Auto Body in Granville, Johnstown, and online at k-seps.com. KSEPS, quality you can trust. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Licking Memorial Health Systems on Kate 98.7. Hi, this is Charlie Burwell from Church Street Floor Covering. And we're happy to welcome back all the high school football players to the field. At Church Street Floor Covering, we support all local athletes and wish them the best of luck this season. If you're looking for flooring that can stand up to whatever your home team throws at it, Come see us at Church Street Floor Covering. We've been scoring big points with our customers for over 30 years. Church Street Floor Coverings, across from the Buckeye Valley YMCA. And don't forget to tell them, Charlie sent you. Hi there, it's Haley from Mike's Roofing, and we're having a vinyl siding sale. Get the best price of the year now. Call me at 740-763-2867, and I'll send out my Uncle Nicky to give you a free estimate. Then I'll send my dad and my brother over to complete the job. We use Provia Siding bought locally at MRV. You don't want to miss out. The vinyl siding sale, I'll be waiting for your call. 740-763-2867. And don't forget, we do roofs too. Text Mike'sRoofing.net. Really, Dad? You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Lashley Tractor Sales on Kate 98.7. Trillium Farms, one of the country's leading egg producers, located near Johnstown, is hiring. If you're looking for a flexible, friendly, team-oriented work environment, they want you on their team. Hiring maintenance technicians, shippers, production, and processing workers. They offer some of the highest earnings in the industry, a very competitive benefits package, and a $2,000 sign-on bonus. View current openings or apply online at versova.com. B-E-R-S-O-V-A dot com. Trillion Farms is an equal opportunity employer. Hi there, it's Haley from Mike's Roofing, and we're having a vinyl siding sale. Get the best price of the year now. Call me at 740-763-2867, and I'll send out my Uncle Nicky to give you a free estimate. Then I'll send my dad and my brother over to complete the job. We use Provia Siding bought locally at MRV. You don't want to miss out. The vinyl siding sale, I'll be waiting for your call. 740-763-2867. And don't forget, we do roofs too. Text Mike'sRoofing.net. Really, Dad? You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by KSEPS Auto Body and Service Center on Kate 98.7. Final score here from Watkins Memorial. A tough senior night for the Warriors as 
Granville concludes the regular season 10-0 and the outright LCL Buckeye champion with a 31-6 convincing victory. They led 28-0 at halftime and cruised in the second half to the 31-6 victory. Beckett Lawn again doing a great job at quarterback, throwing a couple scores, running for a score as well, just controlling the offense, doing what they needed to do. And again, just starting the game with being able to maintain a drive of short passes, short runs, right down the field. You had the fumble that could have maybe changed things, but they were able to fall on it. Then Beckett scores from a yard out, and after that, they just really did what they wanted to on both sides of the ball. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Watkins came in, or Greenville came in. They played basically a flawless game on both sides of the football. That first half, I mean, they took all that momentum from the second half of that Looking Valley game and transferred it here. Um, And we mentioned, you know, no Kyle Kirby. He's a big uh, factor on both sides of the ball. Um, I thought that really gave a nice opening for Watkins here to, you know, really use their running attack and then also, you know, that's one less option for that Granville offense to to work with, but they did not skip a beat offensively or defensively tonight. They, um, I think they took that as a challenge, um, and they they played like yeah, like like their their season depended on this win here tonight. Um, even though they really didn't necessarily even need to win this game, but they came out. Um, Beckett Long once again just in another great game, um, throwing and running the football. He was a primary ball carrier here tonight. Um, you know, Dante Frost, another great game, but also um, lots of other guys getting it done, too. Um, you know, Jacob, Jacob Culver was huge. Um, you know, di- maybe didn't get the huge, you know, 30, 40-yard reception, but just lots of receptions good for 8, 9, 10 yards, you know, getting them extending drives on third downs and stuff. So um, they did a great job of that. And uh, Watkins just didn't have a response for those uh, – little uh, seven, eight-yard passes that Granville's able to execute all night in their offense. You know, it seems like whenever they're able to get something going, either a penalty would set them back or, you know, that interception um, early in that second quarter is a really derailed and opened this game up um, big. But just too many mistakes made by Watkins here tonight for them to compete with a team um, as talented as Granville. Again, our final 31-6, Granville wins it. We'll wrap it up after our final timeout as you're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week on Kate 98.7. For every stage of a woman's life, Knox Community Hospital offers advanced, personalized women's health care. From 3D mammograms, cervical biopsies, and minimally invasive surgery, to treatments for infertility, bone loss, incontinence, endometriosis, and more. Our women's health specialists encourage you to share in decisions about your health and offer the one-on-one education you need to thrive. At Knox Community Hospital, we're elevating care. Built upon a solid foundation of cast iron and steel, the Kubota L01 series is part of our tractor lineup, rated number one in durability and owner experience. They feature powerful Kubota diesel engines and easy operation. The durable Kubota L01 series. Talk to your local Kubota dealer today to schedule a demo. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Visit Lashley Tractor Sales in Sainsville or online at LashleyTractor.com. Listening to the high school football game of the week, brought to you by Mike's Roofing on Kate 98.7. 
Our Licking County Locker Room Show Monday will feature the Licking Valley Panthers. Hopefully you can join us in person or listen to the game or listen to us on the radio or online. We'll start at 6.30, live from Ship Brothers Brewing in downtown Newark. And then we will have a postseason game for you next Friday night. The old famous to-be-determined at the moment <laughs> as we wait for things to finalize and see where these teams will finish up in their regions respectively and have postseason games. So we'll let you know as soon as we can on where we will be next Friday night. But again, congratulations to the teams tonight that have clinched postseason bursts or league championships. Heath, the LCL Cardinal, Utica getting their first playoff berth in some years as well. Licking Valley looking to get a share of the LCL Buckeye, finishing a game short, but they are into the postseason. Newark, while losing tonight to Lancaster, also will be playing in Week 11. And these Granville Blue Aces and Watkins Memorial Warriors, also Weeks 11 as well. But the Blue Aces conclude the regular season 10-0 and have the outright LCL Buckeye Championship. Thanks to our engineer and producer, Kenny Beck, for another great job as always. For Garrett Wandel, this is Brian Mays. Again, your final score from Pataskala, it's Granville 31, Watkins Memorial 6. Have a great rest of your Friday evening and weekend, everybody. You've been listening to the High School Football Game of the Week on Kate 98.7. Hi folks, it's Andy Ritberger. There's nothing better than taking your tailgate party up a notch or two, and all it takes is one stop at the Ritberger North Market to get our brats, hot dogs, steaks, ribs, and pork tenderloin. I gotta tell you that what's on your grill can make or break your party, so come see us at the Ritberger North Market on Maple Avenue in Zanesville. And if you're in the Buckeye Lake area, check out our new store, the Ritberger Market at the Lake. Licking Memorial Health System's mission to improve the health of the community extends above and beyond providing quality health care services to Licking County residents. We value service and philanthropy and support local organizations that uplift and strengthen the entire community. LMHS is committed to supporting community benefits in arts and culture, housing and economic improvement, youth activities, social service organizations, higher education, and community service. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Houston Plumbing and Heating on Case 98.7. Configuring the Bluetooth. Deciding who controls the music. Remembering where you parked. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your vehicle doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things. Like remembering if you're on the third or fourth level of the parking garage. That's simple human sense. Visit Hummel's Newark office right off the downtown square or online at HummelGRP.com. McGuire's Distinctive Trucks has been your trusted truck accessories supplier for years. And now they've got Patriot Spray and Liner, the newest technology for your truck bed. Get wear, tear, and corrosion protection with the best spray-in bed liners, backed by Patriot's nationwide warranty. McGuire's Distinctive Trucks installers will ensure a uniform application that will protect your truck from everything you throw at it. Plus, it looks great, and it can be installed quickly. Patriot Liners and McGuire's Distinctive Trucks in Carroll, your truck partner. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Licking Memorial Health Systems on Kate 98.7. Carpenters Market in Somerset, proud supporter of all area high school football teams, invites you to stop in and stock up on all the meat, deli, and dairy items you need. 
They're open seven days a week and have the best selection of local produce and local beef. While you're in the store, be sure to check out their weekly specials. You'll save real money on their discounted meat boxes. They're the ideal place to stock up for the colder weather to come. Look for Carpenter's Market on Facebook and at 103 South Columbus Street in Somerset. Is your job going places? Mine is, and I'm taking people with me. Hi, I'm Kim, a bus operator for Lincoln County Transit. We make a difference in people's lives, transporting them in and around Lincoln and surrounding counties. We have flexible schedules, competitive wages, and great health benefits. Join our team at Lincoln County Transit. No CDL required. Call 740-670-5150. 740-670-5150. Equal Opportunity Employer. Do you come home to find your trash thrown all over the ground, driveway, or yard? Or are you just tired of paying too much just to get rid of your trash? Call Shackleford's Disposal today, offering a weekly residential trash service at honest and fair pricing. Shackleford's also offers commercial and dumpster services for your weekend and construction projects. So call Shackleford's Disposal at 740-366-0001, where you get the real deal. Everyone's always on a time crunch. Whether you're pushing your team to the end zone to score or pushing to finish the construction shop for the customer so you don't have time to make materials. Get the lighting and electrical supplies you need when you need them, even in job lot quantities. At Linden Lighting and Supply, 200 West Monroe Street in Zanesville. LindenLighting.com. Get what you need. Get it fast. Get back to work. Good luck to all area teams this year. Coaches often explain a loss by saying their players failed to protect the quarterback. What is that? <laughs> Protecting your assets is important in life as it is in football. I'm Brett Boyer from Boyer Insurance, and our team is here to provide the coverage for your life's fumbles. <laughs> so if your zone gets flooded or an employee injures their backfield, you can recover. Stay on the ball with the help of our team at Boyer Insurance in Zanesville and Coshocton and online at BoyerINS.com. Stop into the toy store and upgrade your ride with epic savings on Polaris ATVs and side-by-sides. This is Jeff Ward, and now, through October 31st, you can save on select Polaris Razor, Ranger, Sportsman, and General models. With rebates up to $3,000 and financing options as low as 1.49% APR for qualified buyers. Explore the impressive Polaris lineup during our Upgrade Your Ride sales event at the toy store, Polaris. Think outside. Terms and conditions apply. Not all will qualify for financing rates. See dealer for details. Driver must be at least 16 years old with a valid driver's license to operate. The Energy Cooperative Operation Roundup Foundation has granted over $3.8 million into our community since 2006. Participating members round up their utility bills to the next dollar, creating funds for school books, playground equipment, community parks, animal rescue, scholarships, and more. The Operation Roundup Foundation Board of Directors say thank you for helping to improve our community. For more information on Operation Roundup grant applications, go to myenergycoop.com slash roundup. Hi, this is April with the Lincoln County Veterans Service Office. Are you or someone you know who served in the armed forces homeless or in danger of becoming homeless? Please contact the Lincoln County Veterans Service Office. We are connected with programs designed to assist homeless veterans and their families. Contact the Lincoln County Veterans Service Office at 670-5430. Again, that's 670-5430. We are located at 935 Buckeye Avenue in Newark. Power and versatility. The Kubota M7 tractor is built for hay and forge work. Up to 168 horsepower, superior loader lift capacity, easy-to-use controls, all-day comfort. And your choice of a 30 by 15 semi-power shift or Kubota variable transmission. And rated number one in durability and owner experience. Talk to your hometown Kubota dealer today to schedule a demo. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Visit Lashley Tractor Sales in Sainsville or online at LashleyTractor.com. 
listening to the high school football game of the week. Brought to you by Lashley Tractor Sales on Cape 98.7. This has been an official WCLT sports presentation on Cape 98.7. You've been listening to the high school football game of the week on Cape 98.7. Tonight's game was brought to you by Houston Plumbing and Heating, Licking Memorial Health Systems, KSEP's Auto Body and Service Center, Lashley Tractor Sales, and Mike's Roofing. 